Welcome to another week on Let's Get Real with Coach Menachem Show, Sunday Nights. Originally a Zoom interactive platform where we discuss real life scenarios with real live people. Okay, we started recording. Okay, let's take a look at the picture. Okay, everybody, welcome to the program. Tonight is our 16th year that we're doing here tonight. We're doing this over four months, Baruch Hashem, and the program is doing unbelievable. And uh, tonight we have an unbelievable program that I want to uh, let everybody get, warn everybody before, and this is going to be something uh, special. And we hope everybody takes out of it a tremendous amount of chizik and inspiration, and we, uh, we're going to get into it. I'd like to first thank our advertising sponsors. Of course, first and foremost, Lakewood Scoof, always promoting us here in Lakewood and pushing us tremendously with... Um, Hold on one second. One second. Hold on one second. Okay. Coach Menachem and the you can unmute yourself when you're ready to talk. I just muted you. Um, I want to thank the Lakewood School for always promoting us here in Lakewood and for always uh, promoting us here. I would like to. I'd like to also thank Rabbi and Yaniv from Chazak. They offer programming for children, teens, adults, couples, millennials, baby boomers. For all our cherished seniors, Chazak offers program for all. For more information, please go to chazak.org. I would like to also thank, a uh, special thank you to JCN, Jewish Content Network, run by Chayla Kaufman and Shmuel Summer. They've been very behind the programming and always helping us get promoted on all the websites and getting everybody to come here tonight. And again, a special thank you to COL Live, Mrs. Mika Sofer for promoting us in the... Uh, in that big website, that's Worldwide Labavitch website. We really appreciate it. As everybody knows, this program has really exploded. We have a lot of big programs coming up in the next few weeks. And uh, we're starting off with a, with a boom with Rabbi Shalom Matzker Bashkin tonight. And we're going to start off with our host with opening statements and uh, try to figure it And uh, let's get started. Coach Menachem. Okay, good. Uh, good morning. Good no, no, no. Rabbi Shalom Matzker. First, uh, Menachem's going to start. Oh, okay. So, so excited. <laughs> Coach Menachem. Okay. Week number 16, that's really amazing. Kanai Nahara, first of all, first of all, welcome Reb Shalom It's a real COVID and honor to have you with us tonight. And Shkoyach uh, for giving some of your time for the Oilem. And before we start, I would like to thank again all behind, all uh, everybody behind the scene, the staff for putting together this program. And um, there's a lot of work there, sometimes many, many hours and and they do have deadlines, deadlines that they have to follow, which is not always that easy. And for all the sponsors, for, for, um, I really appreciate, um, again, the sponsors and for everybody who is doing uh, their part. It's just amazing to watch the growth and the Siata de Shmaya that we're having on the show. And I thank you all because you all, all of you listeners, are part of it and making it be what it is. Now, how do we know what's the ultimate goal in life? Now, isn't that the question that we all want to know? Imagine a malach comes to you and reveals your tachlis, your mission in life. We would have clarity. We would know what we have to do. So one way how to figure that out is maybe we can cheat. We can give a little peek on the test. Now this, the Gemara says that that's 120. They ask a person many questions. And one of the questions is, to peace of Yeshua. Did you wait? Were you waiting for the Yeshua? 
And uh, if that's one of the questions, so at least we know that that's one of the goals that we need to do is wait. And the truth is we're in the week of Tisha B'Av and the core meaning of our life is, is waiting for Mashiach. Some people, when they hear this, this concept, you start talking about Mashiach, it could be a little bit depressing because Kalal Yisrael went through so much before our days. And even, even now, I personally heard from many when the COVID, when we had this COVID, when you still have the COVID situation, people were talking about Mashiach, but they, they don't want to feel let, let down. So should I think Mashiach is coming now? But what's if he won't? And then I'll, I'll have the feeling of uh, <laughs> he didn't come. Then there are those who are comfortable in life. It's like the, the famous story, if the Rebbe heard somebody saying, Oi, uh, I need Mashiach. So he asked him, what's the problem? You know, when somebody, when life works out, when things work out, we don't talk about Mashiach too much. But the truth is, even if life is good, we can't forget that this is not where we belong. And, uh, you know, we do have to thank Hashem. We have to thank, be thankful for what we have, Baruch Hashem. But we can't forget that this is not the place we want to be. And even if you live in Eretz Yisrael, it's not what we want. So tonight, we have the cover to speak to Reb Shalmachar about his experience. We're able to hear a little bit. What we do know is he was in a place where he did not want to be. And we can ask him a little bit to, to ask, did the oil get comfortable over there? Maybe other people, maybe they forgot. But I think we'll hear tonight a little bit of Chizik, that even in the darkest times, how he, he was machazik himself, and hopefully we'll be able to get some Chizik. And before you take over, Usher, this is not that we're comparing. It's not like, oh, he has a bigot tzara, he has less, you know, why are you crying? When a person is in, in his pain, he doesn't want to hear about somebody else's. You know, his pain is real. So we're not here to compare, but we can sit with, uh, be open minds just to listen, and maybe we can hear from somebody else's story, a little bit of physic, and how he was mechazik himself. So we should be able to gain, and the Mitzvah Hashem, we should be get closer to Hashem with the physic. Shkoyach. Shkoyach uh, again, tonight's show is sponsored anonymous. It's Chusr Fushlema, Chayasim Chayudis, Bas Zlata. It is Chusr the show with 100 people here tonight. The Machem thousand that watch a recording. We are Chus and open the gates of Shmayim for Fushlema for that person. Tonight's, tonight's show, uh, Shal Matri came on. Leil Nishmas's father, Reb Avram Aaron Ben Schneer, Zalman Yusachar's Getzel. Did I get all the names? Yeah, Alevi. Alevi. <laughs> and the reason why Rav Shalmot came on tonight, um, he was requested actually by many people here. As people uh, come on to the show, everybody goes through their own matzavim life. People are doing, de dealing through different hardships. And if they're not dealing with it right now, people, of course, through their life go through hardships. And uh, when we look at somebody like Rav Shalmot Rabashkin, who, I mean, I remember Rav Shalmot Rabashkin always on 13th Avenue, the restaurant, Crown Restaurant, Rabashkin was always the core of Tzedakah and Klai Yisrael. I don't know how many people know, but most time Cheshavos is in the world, and in Lakewood, and in, not Lakewood, in, in the United States, started from Rabashkin. When somebody had a new start, even Lakewood, I think they called up Rabashkin Nuke, you supply us with meat or chicken. The first thing, it always started off with Rabashkin. Rabashkin was known for always having hundreds of bachim in his house for the Sudas, tremendous uh, Baltzadok and Kleisrol, and uh, the tremendous people, everybody knows that, and uh, the, the royalty of uh, Kleisrol, you know, partially. 
and uh, what, what you and the Mishpacha endured and the whole Klaistro was behind you and what you went through, it was open, open stuff and the, the miracles were mind boggling. So when you talk, you're not talking in theory, you're not talking in a, you know, in a hypothetical, we're talking from a person who's went through, again, I'm not judging anybody in the program tonight, but uh, I can't imagine 20 people who went through the Tsaris and through the Agnes Nefesh of not only Matchub, the Gans Mishpacha. So I think it's gonna be a tremendous chizik tonight not only to hear from Rabbi about his story, but to teach us a little bit, uh, a nekuda, a little olive based gimel, maybe Dalit Hey Buff tonight also, maybe, <laughs> of, uh, you know, getting to the next level. So that's that. And I want to just give a little bio of Rabbi Shalmatcha, anybody doesn't know. Shalmatcha Rabashkin, who oversaw the construction and the growth of the largest kosher meatpacking plant in the world, galvanized the Jewish world as a subject of the pro, 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 protracted and headline-grabbing court case. And during eight years in prison, he and his family inspired tens of thousands with the spirit faith and trust in Hashem, culminating in the miraculous release on Zoe's Hanukkah. Since President Donald Trump pardoned him, Sean Matra and his wife Leah have spent their days giving back to the people who cared so deeply for them, traveling across the Jewish world to listen, to teach, and to uplift. Sean Matra, please open up. Okay. Coach Malachem, to everybody who's listening. Um, I'm opening up, uh, they give me a few minutes to open up with, uh, with an opening statement and then to open in with uh, some questions and answers and then they should give me the right words to answer the properly. I am, first of all, it's, um, it's important to know that the, the, the topic tonight is obviously a Muna Betachan Alvin base and how, how our Muna and our Betachan actually brings the Gula, the, the, what we're looking for in our life. Easy to remember, Alvin base Gimel. And um, Coach Malachan started the question, how do we know what our topic in life is? I think that's a very easy answer, if I may tell you. Um, it, it, it Hashem gives, um, Hashem um, um, creates us, that's a Muna, and, in, um, and it gives us a Teda, Hagdash gives us a Teda, in which he tells us what our purpose of life is. It's, it's not a secret, you don't have to go find, <laughs> you have to ask a Rebbe, but uh, you learn, you learn Teda, you find that's your purpose in life. I think what Coach Malachan was was talking about was the next level within the general purpose. We all know is to makayim tayag mitzvahs to 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 do learn Torah and do mitzvahs. There we also know each one of us has our specific purpose. I think this is this is Mashabi. This thought inside the physical you need to go through the matzah going through. How, how do you know exactly the specific purpose that you're created for? Interesting. And this is brought down also in Helikas Forum that uh, there's a, there's a, um, the says that, um, what was your father most Zohir in? The mitzvah that you, that we have a bigger excitement for, the mitzvah that every person has, every mitzvah, everyone's, this one's into Hidr Shabbos, this one's into Hidr Chesed, everyone has their, the guy in the Gemara is talking about tzitzis. But the same thing works backwards. That which, that Nesoyen, that test that we're given in life, which seems so hard for us to overcome, that is the, the indicator of why is it so hard for us? Because, because it's so important to our life to fulfill that mission, that purpose, that the Yitzhahara puts its full, full throttle to stop us. Yeah, the Yitzhahara won't bother us and do other mitzvahs, but that mitzvah is so important. That's why it's called the Nesoyen, the test. When, when we were tested with something, which seems to be, oh, this test, the hardest test, it may be that why is it the hardest test? Because this is why we were created for, and, and Hashem would never give us a test unless it gave us care. So let, let me just say this in the orderly fashion. First of all, Emunah means, first of all, it's not a, it's not a madrig. We all have naturally Emunah and Hashem, 
Hashem creates us. Every yid has that. It's, it's, we get this from, uh, in, from Yerusha, from Avram Avinu, the first Maimon, from Anishama. And then, and, and so, is it, so it is with Betachon. What we have to do, though, is to reveal it. What's the difference? If we have to do something new, then can we achieve uh, getting to, to it or not? But if we know we have it, we just have to reveal it. It, make, it automatically tells us we, it's easier for us. We have to learn and learn the parts of Torah that speaks about Amunah and Betachum. And those parts of Torah will reveal that very energy and that very koyach that we have naturally. That's number one. Number two, I know there's a lot of discussion about what's the difference between Amunah and Betachum. And the, this, this, tonight, we, 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 I, I studied very, very much, many times, um, the part of Torah written by Rishon, and the Shah Betochen, and, uh, and many other Rishonim um, uh, also, uh, you can the Maral Beprog and the Siva Sabbatachan, and you have the Rabbeinu Yoyin and Shari Tshuva who talks about the Chiyav Sabbatachan. So uh, over there, clearly, the the difference between Mun Sabbatachan. I want to set this up right away in order to understand um, we're, we're, what we're speaking about tonight is that a Muna means a simple, pure faith that I, that I'm created by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I'm created by Hashem. And, the, and Hashem is the ultimate in good. I don't even know how to do this. Um, okay, you have to live with it. I don't know how to, I don't know how to shut this off. Of good. It's all um, good. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not technically, technically advanced. I'm, I'm proud Neither of it. Neither are we. I forgot to this. My wife to, 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 to put on not disturbed. Okay, I'll give you some. I, I can shut this off. Yes, I could. Um, um, so, so the... the uh, so the moon, the, the pure faith that Hashem creates me, Hashem is tachzatev. So whatever happens, whatever ha- is happening to me, whatever Hashem is doing, is, whatever has happened to me is coming from Hashem, clear. And it's only one Hashem. There's no other power in the world other than Hashem. And therefore, since Hashem is tachzatev, it's good. Together with that amunah, that's aleph. That's what you say. That's your, that's your foundation. Together with that amunah, you have the betochen. What's, what does what betochen add? And like the Ramban says, that the amunah is a tree, and the fruit of the tree is the betachon. Once you know that Hashem is doing everything, and it's not, it's not this one who did you, did you good or this one did you bad, it's not the circumstance, it's Hashem is, is, is doing everything through the way He's doing it, then Hashem wants you to have that trust in Him that He will take you out of the problem. When you recognize whatever Nisoyen, every there's different Nisoyen. This one has a Nisoyen in Pranos Rachman Litzlan, in Health Rachman Litzlan, Legal Rachman Litzlan, Shidduch, any any anxiety, uh, a problem shown by anything a person going through that he has a need. Hashem wants us to dive only to him to help him with a bitach and that Hashem will help. So how do you put the two together? It's very simple. Once something happened, the what we are experiencing in life as far as the past is concerned. We have a, a pure moon that whatever happened already, this is the way it had to happen. There was no other way in, in the, our life that it could have been. Before Haraya, that's what happened. And therefore, it's good. And we say, Gamzul even though we cannot see the good that's there. But we know that we don't become depressed about it. We, go, we don't fall about it the other way around. We know that we're being tested. We don't go through a test to, set, to, have, to show Hashem, I got it. It's you. And therefore, I know it's good. I will continue to be with you. That's, that's, that's the Aleph. Then comes the base, not to make peace with the situation we're in, 
but rather to dive into Hashem with a betachem that he'll save us from this, this, the tzara of min. So, so, so not to say, okay, I, I'm, I'm destined to live a life without but rather, till now Hashem wanted it like this, I, Hashem has given me the power of tzvila and betachem to get out of the problem. In my personal, in the soyan, in even the good times, as been the business, building a business. You never think that I'm building a business. Hashem is building the business. You are just doing those things because Hashem wants you to work. And, and you dive into him to give you success. If it comes hard times, you don't see Hashem, that's what I'm saying is. So then you know that Hashem is doing it and, you tr- and Hashem wants you to trust him. And Abedin actually quotes a pasuk with Betach HaZachiv, which is also a very fundamental thing. So, so, the, so this in the code is very important. And one of the means, once something happened, it's, we, we have pure faith that it's Gamzola Teva, it's from Hashem. There's no other power in the world doing it. Nobody can help me, nobody can hurt me. Everything's from Hashem, and difference good. Now, today further, what does Hashem want me to do? Hashem wants me to trust Him to get me out of my problem. Now, so the Lash of Rabbeinu, it says over there that as strong as your betachan is, that's how the issue is. The betachan is actually the vessel into which, so it's not passive. If you become frightened, if you think that something went out of control and somebody else is in control, then that has a negative effect on the situation. If you think positive and you think that, why is what's the thing of positive? Not that you're thinking positive in, in the way, in the secular way of thinking, that is a positive thinking, but rather you're thinking positive because you know Hashem, you're trusting Hashem to help you. That trust in Hashem actually is the vessel into which you get the Yeshua from. This is a, this is a very strong fundamental. So, so, so every day, I get up in the morning, and this is every day, eight times eight and a half years. I got up in the morning, and I thanked Hashem for yesterday, and the thank you was to being in, in a place called prison. Understanding, if I went through a day in prison, times how many years it was, this is Gamzul Teva. I don't understand how it is and why it is, but my, my task in life was to go through this and do it like a yid. But today, I got, I got Hashem gave me life today. And Hashem, what, what does he want from me? He wants me to get up today that with a betochen, he will save me and take me out of this soda. So I did it. I, so I got up in the morning. I said the tilim. I actually said the whole tilim every day. I davened like a yid, but I can get a minion. I down with a minion. I learned. I'm assured I'm learning. And I had that betochen that today Hashem was bringing me home with, with ishtadus, that ishtadus, that wasn't the issue. And Baruch Hashem, I was zeicher that eight and a half years later, I, the nest happened, and we'll talk about it throughout the program. And I did, I did, I got, I got the, I got, the, I got, I got rewarded. And Hashem took me out of out of prison in a very miraculous way. So that's that's number one. Number two, I want I want to talk about about uh, the importance. And more than talking, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to say what is it, it's thinking like a Jew. And 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 a lot of times, a lot of questions you'll see tonight as questions come in, and, and you'll see that the questions are a lot of times based on, on a secular way of thinking. If you think like a Yid, if you approach your situation, not in second, because we, we live head knee deep, not knee deep, head deep in a secular world where we're eating up every single day in pieces of information from the news, from, from whatever, the screens, movies, whatever, and we're thinking, we're constantly bombarded. How does a secular person deal with crises? How to, and, and, we, and it gets absorbed. And that many times, or often time, most times, if it's coming from the wrong place, it's obviously the wrong way of thinking. So Amuna and Betachem means to think like a Yid. How do you think like a Yid? You can't rely on the fact that I'm Jewish, I think like a Jew. 
I have to open the Torah. I have to open. The, Hashem gave us the the map. Hashem gave us the the sefer in which He tells us everything we need to know about our relationship with Him, our connection with Hashem, our purpose in life. When the good things happen, how to deal with it. When bad things happen, how to deal with it. How to get out of it. Sort of. davened for twenty years. They knew that, that she, they knew that she couldn't have children naturally. And they davened until they got the child, which was Yitzchak of Yinu, and he, he continued. Now imagine if Rivka Yimeinu would have taken the approach, oh, Hashem created me with, uh, in past without a child, I'll be a good Jew without a child. No. She knew that, yes, yesterday Hashem created this way, but she has a keich of tefillah, she has a keich of betochen, to thank it, to daven to Hashem, and to get her to have a child, and Hashem why, gave her a child. So why we told the story, you imagine how many years Yitzchak and Rivka lived. And we know a few, a few stories, their whole life. We know a few of their stories. Every story we're told in the Torah is because it's the gate to us. So it's not because it's the gate to them, because that's Hadikim and that's how they lived. It's a lesson to us. We are their children. We have that kayach. And we are also told we're going to be in a situation we are never supposed to think like a guy that we're trapped in a situation. We have the Abish there and we can dive into him and we can, and we can, we can do it. That's number three. And I don't know if I'm out of time, but I will say one more thing here. So the importance of learning. You know, I, I took this very seriously. When I got into, I learned all my life. I had the Shiva, I had been in the business, I had Shurim. I learned and I learned a lot about the moon, more about the moon in Tanya and in the Svarim, I think about the moon. But, but at Betachan, I wasn't really, really understanding what it was. And I took it for whatever you said typically. And then when I, when, when, when the Ahmad I fell into this terrible situation, I was thrown in jail and, and, and I realized the terrible situation that they're after me, I, uh, I started learning Shara Betachan. And I, and I, I partially want to understand. So I want to talk about tonight the importance of partial learning, not just a two minute clip, not just an Esayridus, not just today, I got a good idea. So some flashy uh, this and background music and I got inspired and as fast as inspiration came, that's as fast as inspiration goes. And then you wonder how come it doesn't work? Learn, understand, to make yourself understand and, 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 and what the Abishta wants of you. And then you'll be able to address the Nisoyen we're in with the way the Abishta wants us to address it. And then we are able to see the Gimel, the Yeshua. And finally, well, I want to talk about again tonight. This is obviously even in an hour and a half, two hours we're given tonight, but it's definitely, it doesn't, but there's a thing called Estadlus um, uh, uh, and Betochen. And this is also a whole area where why is Betochen become so complicated? Because it's relatively easier for a person to say, I believe in pure faith that Hashem creates me. Everything's from him. Everything is good. I don't understand. I don't know Hashem has to go through. I accept it. And it's good, Gandict. But it's not, it doesn't stop there. Hashem wants you to dive and to get out of the Tzara. It's a harder Aveda. It's harder. That's number one. Number two, Hashem wants you to do things. Doesn't want, so, so if I have to do, and, uh, and so then suddenly if I can't get, if I, if I can't find the job I need, or if I can't find the doctor that, wants, that has the reforce, or I can't find the lawyer that has the answer to get me out of jail, that means you can't get out? No. So we're going to talk about also, what is, it, what is true Shtadlis? In Shara Betochen, he very, very clearly spells out what Ishtadlus is and how Ishtadlus is not a contradiction to Betochen, the other way around. When you have true Betochen, then your Ishtadlus is properly. You know, you know, we, have, we know your Ishtadlus is good when your Ishtadlus helps you Betochen. This is, this is a very extreme way of saying it, really. People think Ishtadlus, hey, if, if you're doing it, 
they have all to do. So, so you're going to get a driver. You're going to drop. So you have money. The guy next door has a good driver. He has money. I have a driver. I have money. So where does Betachon come in? Fakad. When you're a stadless, helps your Betachon, you got to go to stadless going. You understand how that works? And we'll talk about that. And, find, and finally, okay, there's some stuff, I guess, over here. This is 10 minutes. The bus doesn't get upset with me. We'll open it up. Okay. I'm going to have to pick some tea. L'chaim. Okay. I really appreciate it. Beautiful psicha. I'm letting you know we, we, we got so many emails and questions. Uh, some are really good. Um, let's answer them good. Let's take a little break for a second. Let's take a little poll over here. Okay. Um, just to take a little break to get everybody into it. Again, tonight's program is we're talking about situations. People are going through hard things and how to really turn it on. So the first question is, I was like, have you ever been in a situation where you felt there is no way out of the situation? It's, a, it's only two choices, yes or no. Anybody could choose the answer, it's anonymous, and we just wanna see if uh, people are in the question. And the second question is actually a follow-up to the first question. So if you answer no to the first question, there's no point to the second question. But if the answer is yes, which I'm assuming most people are gonna say yes, because how can you have never been in a situation before in your life? So what happened at the end of the situation? A, did everything work out better than expected? B, the issue resolved itself. C, is it still there, but I'm just ignoring it? D, it ended up worse than I expected. Or D, I'm still in the middle of the crisis currently. From Oscar, is it good, good, good childless? Yeah, yeah, excellent, 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 perfect. You can answer also, I, I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want people first to, to, to uh, finish all the polling, no? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, give them, I'm gonna give them five more seconds. Okay. Five, four. Look, look, who's, going on, look who's going on in the first question, that's amazing. Oh, wow. can't, only you could see it, they can't see it. Oh, they can't see it. I'm going to show them in a minute. I'm going to show them in a minute. They're going to oh. be, be blown away. Oh, that's flesh. Okay. I'm going, show, I'm going to show everybody. Hold on. I'm going to see the bottom of it. Okay, everybody, look at the results. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt there is no way out? A, a blowout, 89% of people said yes. Of course, they've been in a situation where they felt there was no way out. So what ended up happening at the end? Shalmatcha, this is Alavez Gilmer right here. Everything worked out better yeah. than expected, 37%. 90% of people said the issue resolved itself. 10% of people said it's still there, but I'm just ignoring it. 3%, 3%, 3% of people said it ended up worse than they thought it would be. 3%. In the middle of the crisis currently is 31%. So obviously there's a big, big crowd of Oilam that's still here that uh, needs the chizik tonight. And that's why they're here. Very interesting question. Wow, wow. I'm gonna start with, the, okay, again, let's, let's just, we got everybody the, the opening for tonight. Tonight's program is to be interactive, to ask Rabashkin questions. And uh, again, we're trying, the focus is not really so much personal or much Rochelle Mufka's life, which I'm sure will share some amazing stories with us tonight. The point of the program tonight is really to help ourselves and when people are going through hard times and how we could learn from a person like Rochelle Mufka how to grow. So the first question that, that, I mean, I have to tell you, a lot of people even in Shul Shabbos asked me this question. Do you remember your reaction, the thoughts, when this all started? Did you have the, the beginning, before this all started, were you on this level when we were talking that, that you had this strong physic? Or you're a regular Joe guy like me, you know, when it all started with Shalmatcha. First of all, we're not all regular Joe guys. We have, we're, we're Eden. <laughs> we're regular Joe. I'm sorry, a regular, um, a regular Chaim Yankel, sorry. Yeah, had, had, no, this, this is, uh, when, the, when the, trouble, the trouble started, it was, what's trouble mean? Trouble mean, when things are going good, you, you, can, you can see Hashem is with you. You dive in the morning, you get, Hashem is with you. A little harder, a little better. 
and then uh, and, and in the soyan that you're in automatically um, means that suddenly it's dark. You're in, you're you're in, you're in a darkness. You can't you can't see Hashem. You believe that it's from Hashem, but where's Hashem? It's such a tzara, right? So, like we start we start out in the beginning, we have to understand. Hashem tells us in the Torah how He works. So instead of thinking in terms of, for example, I was tonight by Maidiv. I, I get finished Maidiv, I dive into Maidiv, and a guy comes over to me and he asks me, How did you feel? I guess question many times, when you heard they're giving you a 27 year sentence. I guess that's your question, right? <laughs> and and I, I remember it very well. Huh? The first part of the question is when it all started. Where was your level when we were talking? Where were you? And then that's the follow-up question. So let's start first from the beginning when it started. Okay. You were Isaac Evans and, and all these and all these leaders that were the way we talk today, or you were you weren't on this? I want to use the word level. I, if a person clearly, as a person goes through an asayan, an asayan is lashon nice, the lashon of raising up. The reason why Hashem gives us an asayan, and 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 the. And and the the because a person has it within him a lot of a lot a lot of energy that he doesn't know that he has, so Hashem wants to reveal it. So I would say, like I said to you before, I was always a big maimon. I always I I believe very strong understood. I learned very much about Ashraf Pratis. I went out on on the good years at 18, 20 year good years. We started out of business with maybe 50, 70 people. My father started this business there, and and Baruch Hashem, it grew to over a thousand people. So, we saw a lot of hard. We worked hard, but we saw Baruch Hashem a lot of atzlocha. That that strengthens you, Amuna. You Baruch Hashem also. And but but on the other hand, when you get a zetz, suddenly you see everything coming crashing down, then the questions start. So you so you're tested. You're tested. So. Like, like so over the time you you a little so you hold on to you, you know that the Abish is telling you trach good like, trust me you'll be good but then you start learning and you get stronger every time you do the right step every time you do the right the right move every time you act in a Yiddish way in a Nisayan you just got more muscle power to get to the, through the next part of the Nisayan and every time you give in and you, and you get afraid and you start doing things because th- that's the way the world does it. You just weaken yourself. So, so uh, personally, um, when when I was first, I say first thrown into the, in jail, right? And they and if, if you follow my story, um, the, the the vindictiveness came out. And it's not about it's about talking about, like, I'm not getting to any legal side. It's not not legal yet tonight. But uh, I wound up in jail the first time um, for seventy six days. Um, they, they, they refused to give me bail, and the reason was because I'm Jewish. What was it? Because, because, because uh, there's two reasons, but the first re- reason was could be resolved. The other reason is that like, you can't resolve. I'm Jewish, so you're not gonna change that. And because I'm Jewish, they said, and this is exactly what I'm telling you, that I'm a de facto dual citizen, and because I'm Jewish, I, I am not really an, only an American citizen. I can go to Israel and I can get citizenship in Israel, therefore, I am. Uh, um, a, a de facto, in their words, de facto dual citizen. A dual citizen is not entitled to bail. So here I find myself in a place called jail. I may be in the, in the jail as I'm appearing for trial. I plead not guilty, and and uh, no no ability to prepare properly for a trial. And 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 uh, and because I'm Jewish. So what do you do? What do you do? So I I, I started with Shabbat First thing I said, and I'm another Shabbat I found out a lot of things. I found out first of all that Shabbat is a chiv. 
Hashem wants you to have a tachan. Not that you decided that you want to have a tachan because you don't want to get out of your problem. Hashem wants you, expects you, is actually mechay of you, obligates to have a tachan, that he'll get you out of your problem. What's it based on? It's based on, first of all, it does make a difference if you're, if you're worthy or not worthy. Betachan, Hashem will help you if even if you're not worthy. The first thing, the first, the first thing to happen to the person when they run into trouble, there's a yetzahara involved in the whole thing. It tries to pull you down into depression and tries to say, oh, you're in trouble because you're not worthy or you're getting punished and, and, and it's, it's over. And, and, and so, so, the, so that has to get knocked out. The first thing you have to know that Hashem is with you and whatever happened, happened, but Hashem is giving you the ability to get out of it. So, so I started working very strong on strengthening my betachon. How? And this is the key. Learning the shahar have a and, and then also the that explain and I went into a I can learn and I went into it in a, a, a learning way. But more important, I dabbled with it, I asked, I questioned, I asked back and forth, and I understood clearly what he wants. I how does a betachon express itself? You know how? By doing mitzvahs, by doing Hashem wants. Even in a, in a matzah you're in. So, for example, I have many of the stories I talk about is in the place called prison. For example, the first Hanukkah I was there, they wouldn't give me a Hanukkah mandate initially and I had to fight the first time in my life. I had to fight for a mitzvah. Hanukkah was, the, was there. And, and Baruch Hashem, there's an organization called Aleph. Aleph is an organization that works to help prisoners. And, they, and I, my family got involved with them. And they um, tremendous have the work they do to help prisoners do uh, religious freedom. And I was able to get a minute. I don't, I don't want to go through all the stories, guys, because, because it's going to take up all the time. But that I, I fought for the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah. It, it took a few weeks. I got it. I got it to light Hanukkah with an oil minute. Then they put me in a place where it was unfitting to light, light the minute with a bathroom. But I fought for that, and they put me back in a normal room. I was able to light. And I saw every step of the way, when I won that, that moment to be able, what's a mitzvah? What's a mitzvah? A mitzvah, in, in the Shah B'Tochan, he says like this. Listen to this very carefully. And I think this is a foundation. In Shah, and of course, because a lot of times people do, do not, B'Tochan means you're trusting Hashem to give you that what you're trusting Him to do for you. That's what B'Tochan means. And in the Peri Gimel, the third chapter, he says like this. A B'Tayach is someone who will try, will do shtadlis to do what Hashem wants as much as he can, because I know nobody's perfect. He will do what Hashem wants, because the same way he wants Hashem to agree to do for him what he wants, in my case, I want to go home, I knew I had to make my shtadlis to do what? To call a lawyer? No, to do a mitzvah. And not to say, oh, I'm in jail. So they don't want to do a titsis. I want to do a yamakantitis when I get out. No. The, the, my tafkid, I'm, I'm happy how Coach Menachem started this off. What's my tafkid? I realize my tafkid is to see even when I'm in jail, and I start, imagine an American boy in jail because he's Jewish. And then, and then 71, 76 days later, they, they turned it off and I got home because they stopped it. But imagine the, 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 the injustice that was going on, and, and, and I didn't let it get to me. I know that whatever they was doing is good. I got to be a yid right here. And, and when I won that, when I got my menator, and I saw that I got kosher food over there. What are the few things that happened over there? That gave me the understanding that I am connected to Hashem. A mitzvah means connecting with Hashem. So the Shabbat is telling you when, you, when a person finds himself in a hard spot, the, 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 the human reaction is, is to pull back. People say, oh, I'm in a hard spot. I can't make a Shabbos the way I always made a Shabbos. I can't be learning the way I learned before. I can't, I've got no problem. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough of this. So, so what's, what's the human reaction? 
to get angry, maybe and the situation. I, I don't want to say the wrong things I, because everybody loves Hashem. And you get angry and you get down and they try to take some over and start with things and, and you get further from Hashem. So I realized the Tachem means get closer to Hashem. How are you getting closer to Hashem? By doing the mitzvahs, not, not, not uh, th- th- explaining your way away. Because your matzah is different. When that happened, that strengthened my betachem. To get back to answer your question. Sure, Musk, that, I want to I do a follow-up question on this because a lot of people yeah. ask me this question. We got a few emails about this. Exactly what you're saying. What were your darkest moments in those years? How you felt when you were in the very dark place emotionally before you mechazek self? What was the, the uh, mechazek and shtar? But what was the talk of the point where you mamish that point that you mamish on okay. the word? So, so let, 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 me, let me tell you. First of all, for a person that, that, that's been in business and been successful and made a lot of money, and and been a giver all his life, and suddenly find find himself in chains and hands in chains, and find himself in, the, in his clown suit. And you know, you, everybody now is quarantined. I never imagined in my wildest dreams that I'd be hearing in, in the world in a place called freedom to hear the words quarantine, lockdown. <laughs> this whole this whole vocabulary is exactly vocabulary from a place called prison. You can't go here, you can't go there. Minus the only thing you don't have is the physical chains, but this fear. Of, of, of wearing clothes make it look funny. I, I, I don't want to get in, go into the, the other issue, but, but the, what, what does it do to you? It, it makes you feel in the red. It makes you feel depressed. It makes you feel, why me? All the questions you want. And what's the answer? Stop, you, you stop a second. And this doesn't happen at one time. I want to, we're going to speak, I'm going to speak as if it happened one, two, three. It didn't happen like that. It took hours. But you stop. And you and you, you get your bearings and you say, one second, who's why am I here? Who created me? Who am I? This is the Abishta. Why is he putting me through this? Right? Now, the Aitzahara wants you to believe he wants to beat you up. The is a loving father, he doesn't want to beat you up. When Abisha tells Abraham Avinu to, 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 to do something which was way beyond the comfort level or, or do things in Mount Nefesh, it wasn't to beat him up, it was to pick him up. So I realized that this is a test. I have to go through this. I'm going to go through it like a yid. So the first thing I'm going to think like a yid. I'm going to. I'm going to. I am going to apply every situation how a mun and betachem fit in. Yeah, Asher. Yes. If, how does a yid a maimer look at this? How does a betach look at this? And then act. And then you act. And not get not get into how. Uh, what does what does the lawyer say? What does the doctor say? What, what does it tell you to say? How am I supposed to act in this? And, and then when you make your decisions based on that, e- even though it may look like you're doing something laughing at you, I always came up on top. Baruch Hashem. Even in going through, and every time I won, every time I got that victory, whether it was they took away a thousand children, they took away my kosher food, and when they took away I, multiple stories, every time I got it back, what did I see? I didn't see myself, ah, I'm a, I'm a gibber. No, no. I saw Hashem was with me. I realized very well I'm in a, in a position that I can't do anything. It just confirmed, even when I'm going through this darkness, Hashem is with me. What's my darkest moment? I'll tell you what darkest moment was. <laughs> before, before you go oh, to your darkest moment, huh? before you go to your darkest moment, yeah. I'm sorry, everybody's listening with uh, their open mouth. It sounds like you walked in there on a mission. That's how it sounds like. Or you tell me it didn't happen the first day. But it sounds like you walked in there to fight. You're gonna what? get to, to to fight. You're gonna get your menorah. You're gonna daven. You're gonna put on your tzitzis and kapal. How? Who get? Where did you get that from? 
or maybe you didn't have it the first day. Maybe after a few days. First, you first, of, first of, you don't walk in there. You get brought in there. That's number one. <laughs> <laughs> you get brought in there. You get brought in there like, like a slave. You know, with chains and the, like. I'm not gonna say. Never, never focus on that. That that, that, that was a, a, a mosquito. That was that. Where did I get that from? Because I'm a yid. Where did I get it? I got it from my neshama. And every I, every one of who's listening to this show has it. I want to say this is I'm the average guy that went to yeshiva and learned Torah and made one decision. I'm going through this as a yid. That's it. The only decision I made, very clear. And and yeah, I cried the first night I was there. Like I, it, it was all. It, it, that doesn't mean you didn't have moments where you were down. Doesn't mean you. But we're not focused on that. You want to hear. You don't want to. You you want to hear what pulled me up, not what pulled me down. What yeah, pulled I me have down to make sure. We just have to make sure that you're human. That's it. Okay, yeah, very, very human. <laughs> and I had a family and I have children. The family came to visit. The father threw a window and the guy's wearing a clown suit. Why is was orange there? That's it. I never, that didn't define me, right? So we get that. Where do you get that from? From Taylor. Everything we have is from Taylor and from our rabbis. What we learn from, the, that's where we have it from. Who we are. What defines us? I'm a year. That's what defines me. I, I was I was stuck in a place with with non yidden I me Abraham Avinu was called Ivri. Why is it called Ivri? Because he was on one side, Hall was on the other side. All these things I learned in Shiva. I picked up. This is what every meant. So this, so what, what I do? I took everything I learned in Yeshiva for the last until I was a, a younger man, and, and then and what I continue learning as a, as a younger man in, in 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 my daily life, and I applied it. That's it. And everybody on the phone here has it. Elamai. The problem, the, 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 the difficulty happens, we make a schism, we, we cut between what we learn in yeshiva and what, how the world works. See, where I come from, uh, I, I, I was taught that this world is created, uh, means, uh, created by the Abishta, created by uh, the, the blueprint is Teda, and in reality, there's nothing in this world that can stop a yid from doing Tere Mitzvah. So it's not, I'm, I'm telling you, I learned this in Shiva. You learned this in Shiva, yeah? So you thought this is uh, once upon a time, right? Fact. The fact, I, it is not once that I fought for a mitzvah and I didn't get it. And sometimes I had to fast. I didn't eat for it. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a few stories. I got beat up. I was in the hospital for a week, chained to bed because I got an infection being beat up. It didn't come easy, but I made a, resol a, res a resolve. I'm going to be the same year I'm here. So when they wanted me to walk with Ayama Kansitsis, for example, right? So the first time, the first time, they, I, I saw, I, this, this, is a, this, is a, this is a story for itself. Like I said, I have to be very careful with my time because I do, I be, because I'm, so much, I just want to let you know, we have seven live questions and anybody okay, who's so I'm, I'm, but I want to, I want to get to the doctor's time. I have a bunch time. of follow-ups. So, uh, so, so got we've got to move the program. I'm going to get to the stock. You get to all the stories. We want to hear the stories. question. Trust I got to answer. That's because right. Yeah, this, I started myself on, on the right track. Yes. It took Ramayama Kinsitsis by force. I didn't, uh, what can I do? Right? I wouldn't move because I can't. I told him I'm a Jew. I can't walk without Yama Kinsitsis. I wasn't me. Hashem tells me I have to Yama Kinsitsis. And they really supposed to give it to me because we're living in a wonderful country. America is a wonderful country. I want to say this. I'm saying this online. You're proud. It's a country which is a, of chesed. The reason why it's a country of chesed is because it allows us to do Taylor Mitzvahs. Right? So whoever was doing it, they are not representing America. That, 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 that's a fact, right? So I, so I told them I have to have Yama Kinsitsis. They didn't want 
So they, uh, there's a whole story that I'm not going to get into it. So they put me in a wheelchair and they, and, and they, took, I got, they threw me into the solitary confinement and they embarrassed me. They put me in what's called a turtle suit. It's the reason, reason called a turtle suit because it's not really clothes. It's a hard shell they put on you because under that shell there's nothing. No yarmulke, no titsis, no clothes. Thrown in the solitary confinement and the only way getting out is going to walk without yarmulke and titsis. I'm not walking without yarmulke and titsis. How long I want to be here for? Right? And that night was the hardest night I had. I want to know what it was. It was dark, darker than dark. I don't think I slept an hour that night. And there was a battle within my mind, within my heart. There was, there was, there was a struggle. And what I did was, Baruch Hashem, and this is Abish is with me. I, I just took it, the mind, and this says in Tanya, the mind of, of controls the heart. And I started analyzing exactly what's going on. And I realized that in this darkness, Hashem was with me. And I, and I should know something. I got a little bit of a sense of humor, and everything they try to beat me up, I always found a funny side to it, right? Because, because, because really, a lot of times we have negative thoughts, anxiety, uh, fear. What you think? You, you, the secular world thinks of it as as a as a uh, a human thing. This is what we call yetsahora. <laughs> That's not passive. When a yid is being attacked with fear, when a yid is being attacked with anxiety, it's not passive. This is harder trying to pull you down. Why are we told that? Because we are psychiatrists. Because we know if that's what's happening, we have to engage the Yitzhahara with the That's that's the reason for it. You say I'm, I came to fight. I, I'm not. I, I can't. I I didn't want to fight. I wasn't looking for a fight. But they they pulled me in a situation. Either I'm going to be given over to the hands of the Yitzhahara. Or I stay with the age of time for the day, Mister. This was was about. So I, I came into this solitary confinement cell. Imagine, and I'm 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 tushosin. no clothes, naked. I'm sorry, and, and, and wearing a turtleneck. I lost the fight. I lost. It was after the trial. I should have won. I didn't. It was everything went wrong. I fought me out against sisters. I didn't get it. Also, I get thrown into into a, into a solitary confinement for how long? Because my out against sisters. Yeah. So what do we, what do I, what do I, so I started laughing. I said, and the Yitzhah starts, now the Yitzhah starts telling me, you see, Shalmatcha, you see, you fought Yom Gansitzis, look where you are. Yeah, 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 it's not, if you would have given in, you would have been, uh, your clothes, you could have called, called your family, you could have called your lawyer. And I have said, the Yitzhah is talking to me. So I wonder, not in South I can find anymore, am I? The Yitzhah is also there with me. <laughs> so I said to him, so there's a funny word, the God in Yeshiva, you know, that, that, that the Yitzhah is called a fool. Why is it called a fool? Right? So this is a verse from a girl. Because mainly they threw me into the South confinement. But what was he doing over there? So I started laughing at this. Like, like uh, anyways, I, I worked it out in my mind. And I realized I am going through the test of my life. I didn't sign, I didn't sign up for this. But obviously, Amuna, it's coming from the Eibishter. Betochen, the Eibishter is going to get me out of here. How is the going to get me out of there? My job is to stay connected to Hashem without any calculations. And the Abish tells us in the Torah, and this is everybody, know, everybody understands that the Abish works with us, Mida, Keneged, Mida. The way we work with Hashem, Hashem works with us. When we, when we serve Hashem without calculations, and we take the fear out of the situation, knowing it's only a test, and we continue to make a commitment with serving Hashem no matter what, then we are, then we are roused by Hashem 
to help us no matter what, whether we are worthy, we're not worthy, we're, we're, because, because the, the, the whole natural order of things is the, is the calculation Hashem created the world. Things happen certain way because it's a calculation. But when we serve Hashem beyond calculation, Hashem works with us beyond calculation. This sound, this is as simple as that. So I made a firm resolution. I'm not giving in. I'm not what I'm going to say. I have a mighty, I gave me a thin sheet over there. I covered my head. It was the end of the night. In the morning, I got my uncle sisters back. No, no asking, no nothing. The, a psychiatrist came to see me. He gave me a psychiatric analyzation. He starts asking me questions. And then in the middle of the questions, he sees I'm, uh, they told him I'm Michigan. I don't, I don't want to walk. So he says, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> so I said, I have the same question. I have no idea why I'm here. But I think it's because I didn't want to come to Tzitzis. You should know, I'm Jewish. I had, he went away. He got me, he got the two guards. They gave me back my And then I had a whole fight with my, my thousand children. My point is, this is the hardest moment. And, but, but Baruch Hashem, if Chas Shalom, that's what I want to say. If Chas Shalom, I would have gone in the secular route. And I would have said to myself, what do I do? I'm in jail. Who threw me? Hashem threw me in jail. So now, so then, so now, no, I'm in Tzitzis. So I had, I have the, all the good excuses. But, I, but again, I'd, 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 I'd be the most depressed Meshuggah, I'd, 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 I'd still be there. If I can, because I took the route with Sazam Taylor, with an Amunah, that's from the Abish, with the Pachat Abish, saved me, and, and how did it express itself? By a commitment to stay connected to Hashem, no matter what. Over eight years, I got out. And I guess I had to go through the eight years. I had to go through many other tests. Uh -huh. Let's go right there. We have a few more questions and I have a bunch of live questions. Everybody that's waiting on live. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 you have to be sorry. No, no. I, I can go it. till 2 o'clock in the morning. I, I, no, no I can also, I can also, but not okay, everybody else. Okay. Some people have a day job. This is tea, this is tea. Huh? Yeah, not uh, Everybody that's waiting on live questions, we have about seven, eight people. Please text. If you want to get on live, text. We'll try to get you on. We're going to cover two, three main questions and then we'll go with live because there's some big questions. Okay. Matcha, right. This is the question a lot of people have. How did you, how did you, when all the appeals, all the money spent, all the lawyers, and everything was done, 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 and you got the psak of 27 years with no turning back. It's not a psak. It's not a psak. It's a sentence. A sentence for 27 years. How would you tell someone when they're going through something so hard how they deal with it? How did you deal with that? There was okay. no way out. There was no mahalach. Again, with the tiyamukah, the tzitzis, and all the chizik was all good. But at the end of the day, it was over. The party was over. Shalmach, we'll see you. Who, Arshu, who said? Who said the party is over? The, the, that's that's what the other people read in the paper. The final, the final the, deal the, over. The, the, so how did you deal um, with that? A and B. How would you tie up somebody who's going to matzah where there is no way okay, out? Okay, so the First of all, I never, I never gave credence to twenty-seven years. People who said, "How many? What was the sentence?" I said, um, "I'm going home today." I don't know, but I, I never, I never gave in. Neither, neither did my wife. We never gave any, any um, life to something we knew. Was totally unjust. Something totally was uncalled for. This was, and Hashem was was going to help me. That's number one. So, so uh, uh, when I heard the twenty-seven years, I, 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 I personally never looked at that judge again. To me, it was, it was not there. My job. So then, then I started getting one denial after another denial. But along the way, along the way, I picked up a few things. You see, if you learn Shabbatachim, and that's why I encourage it. I encourage it so much. You find out how, as you go through, as you go through a tzara, what do you pick up this chizik you need? So, for example, Shavu Tachni says, "Look at how Hashem has helped you when you were a child. How you got through one in Perik Beis, right in the second chapter. He says that it's actually the fifth step. But when a person realizes the one who the one who he trusts in has to be someone who's always been there for him. I saw Hashem was with me 
I saw, I saw, I saw Hashem was with me so many other things, like I, like I said before. So every time I saw something good, I took it as, as a, as a chizuk, Hashem is with me and, and if I kept, I'm under, and Hashem will help me. So, so for example, the fact that I realized he's not davening for me, and I want to thank everybody on the show, and I'm Baksham on the show, whoever's on the show, I want to thank everybody, and, and I don't get tired talking because this is my way of saying thank you to every daven for me. It's not a the thing. I would, I would, be, I got hundreds, thousands over the time. I just get, I, I got a letter. I, one God said, any day that finishes with Y, you get a, you get mail. I used to get, and and there's a whole story that they, 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 they got angry at me. The, the prisoners, one guy accused me of taking away their mail. I said, I, I get mail every single day. There's something that mail at all. I'm taking away their mail. Look at that. Yeah. I saw how my family Baruch Hashem is gesund. I saw I'm gesund. I saw that that, uh, my, that my family, the kids are, are, are learning properly. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, they took everything away from us. They tried to crush us against us financially. My family, they were sent in the Paranosif. So the verdict the, the I'm trying to tell you is as we're going through a, a difficulty, look at those things that you could also have gone wrong. If you think Hashem, Hashem, Hashem is, is not there, and you see that He is there because He's helping you here and helping you there, helping you there, so that should be a chizik for you that it will be okay. Then I knew that it, it's it's our what happened happened. That's a moon. We have no. I don't know. Can't tell you the good there. But every like, I'll give you an example. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. I got a denial, right? What did I say? What does he say when something happens he doesn't like? No, Asher, what does he say? So just a saying? Or for real? That's where it starts. For real, right? That's your program. For real. This is good. I remember they found that the, there's, a, there's a, a, a lawyer. His name is Chaim Yesavapfel. He's from California. And he, it's Chaim Imagine a lawyer from a top firm of law. He hears that a Jew on the other side of the country, in New York, is in trouble. And he dedicates... Four or four and a half years for free. Now, I never took a dime to help to help me. Yeah, and it, it, millions of dollars of billing he gave he gave up. Yeah. Wow. So wh- where does that come from? Says Shabbatachum. Any Rachmanus you see from anybody from Davishter. So the Davishter is with me. What do we? What? Al Elamai. How come yesterday I was in jail? Amuna. It comes to the table. Hind. They just take me home. You be betachum. So what happened was that. Uh, um, when, when, when uh, he, he found a lot of, a lot of, uh, of evidence how the, how the Gata, the 27 years, was built on, on, false, on false testimony, and the government knew it was false, and there was a Brady violation, the constitutional violations, that's from the Zachen, and a pool violation. Everybody thought for sure they got the ticket home. He told me, you got home, you found it. No, but nothing happened. He couldn't budge. And, and they, they filed it finally. And you guess what? I come back denied. Okay, now yes, me Madriga. I've already working on my betochen for five, five and a half, six years, so maybe seven years by now. And and uh, I came to the visiting room, and uh, my family there, my friends there, and everybody's less joyful than usual. But this is exactly I'm trying to, to tell you the story. I walked in every time I came to the visiting room, I was as happy as can be. I wasn't happy to be there, but I was always besimcha. All the guards knew me. I was always happy. So. So I see, I've been talking, and I see the families at Pesach Zizel, not as, not as happy as usual. Zogir say, what, what happened? Why did you guys stay? Because Tuesday, they got the answer denied, right? 
So he said, well, they got an answer, and they denied the whole to win, because they thought if I win, what were we asking for? We asked Hakel, let me go back into court. Let me ask the questions from those people who lied, prove that they lied, and then, and then be sentenced. That's, that's what we're looking for, yeah? And they said, she denied that also. So, so I said, oh, I want to say Gamzul Teva in the Yiddish or in English. How do you say Gamzul in English? In the with a knack, with a knack the way. How do you say it? It's all for the good. I said, this is the huh? It's all for the good. Nah. I said this is the best thing that happened to me. That's, that's all. So he looked at me wide-eyed, like I was drunk or something. You can't drink. The one of the things in prison you get, there's no mashke. So, so um, I said I'm not drunk. And when I said then this is the best thing that happened to me, I said it with pure muna. That's what it said, because I, I was miming. If this is what happened, it's the best thing. I didn't understand it. But a year and a half later, I was freed, Baruch Hashem. I was this Hanukkah. David should freed me. And so I said much to them, the first, one, the first I told them, you see? I said, you see? This is Gamzul Teva, because then I saw it. Hashem wanted me to go home. If this thing would have gone back to the court, seeing how the court was working, they wanted me in jail this way, that way, with the evidence, without the evidence, they wanted to give, they said it. They want me 27 years, no matter what. Trained. So you would have brought back to the court, and you say, oh, you found something, we'll take off five years. Not 27, 22. You feel good, but you feel better now? And because all everybody happy the status worked, we got five years off. Where would I be? I'd still be in prison. I couldn't even do the show tonight. So this is the best thing that happened to me. Right? Sometimes you say it took me a year, but that's the muna. Asha, that's the muna. A muna means, and we have that. When you know it's from Hashem, it's good. It's good. But we yeah, means we want Hashem to give us a good that we can also see. We want to be healthy, we want to have parnasa, we want to have children, we want to have a shidach. That's betochen. And that's the aveda of aleph and base. You have to have the emuna and you have to have that betochen. is the last question I have because these are a lot of people that asked a similar question, so we condensed it. Can, 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 we, we put them together. We have about 10 live questions after this. We got to make the questions, the answers a little quicker. The final question on a simcha de ganot. When you got the call, the psak, the phone, I don't know what happened that the president, Donald Trump, said, Mr. Bashkin, go Honorable. Home. Honorable. What yeah. went through your mind? What was your emotional thought? What, okay. How did it play out? Let's, let's hear the story part. And also, please also tell people, when they go through a matzah and they finally get past it, as we saw from the polls, people go through a matzah and they think they will never pass it. So, they think so I, will, so I will get to that first question you asked. Have you ever been in a situation with no way out? Correct. Yeah? And we saw the polls that most people said, 89% the issue resolved itself, and you should change that wording. Nothing resolves itself. Everything's Hashem. So tell us what happened. Tell us the story. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The wording is very important, as you know. How you were saying things, because you say the word wrong, and the Rambam says this, then you write, you're starting from the wrong track, and you're fired. Uh, 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 it doesn't resolve itself. Thank Hashem for resolving what you thought couldn't happen, happen. Then you say, thank you, Hashem. That's easy. What happened, I'll tell you very, very quickly, but you have to give me exactly uh, uh, three minutes. I'll three minutes you got. Three minutes, okay. The then day before I was freed was Aleph Tavis. The second time this happened. It happened the first time also in jail. Aleph Beis The day before I was freed, I got a letter from the court, the, the, the higher court, and they said to me, denied. The last possible motion you can do, there's eight and a half years later into the, into the, between the jail time and the prison time, eight and a, a little more than eight and a half years in prison. They tell me it's over, denied. 
no way out. Again, they, you can't get in court anymore. Right? That's the question. I've been in a situation, you're out. What did I do? Right? I opened the paper, I knew exactly what they were telling me. They're telling me you're staying in jail another 18 years. I already tasted eight and a half years, and I had no uh, desire to be there eight and a half, eight and a half years longer, okay? So, so, so uh, the kids, you're not letting me say, there's a word, there's a the word is, we have to do his status, I can't make it concise. But if you want, I can, take, I can give you the, 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 how do you say, where it comes from. Our, if you understand the status, like we started off my, my, my opening remarks, Hishtadlis is not because what we're going to do is going to have an effect. Hishtadlis we do because Hashem wants us to do it. What happens if a person is in a situation where he can't make Hishtadlis? Does he, does he take from that situation a hint that Hashem doesn't want to help him? Chas v'shalem. When a person finds himself in a situation where he can do something, says the Shara B'tachon, you're obligated to do something. You need money, you go to work. You need a food, you go to a doctor. You need a legal, you go, to, you, you, go to, you go to a lawyer. But if you can do something, doesn't mean you can't do it. That means the Hashem will do the Ishtadlus for you. What is it to that? So instead of looking at it as, again, it says in the holy books, but come on, get real. I got real. That's what it says in the holy books. That's real. It could I be took easier. A piece of paper. It I could put it back easier. in the locker. Huh? It could be easier because there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah, I said to David, that listen, <laughs> I, I did my established, there's nothing to do, and you write in your holy tater that if I have nothing to do now, you're going to make the Kaylee. I'm going to trust you, you're going to do it. I went back to Davin, this was the middle of Davening, but the Davin, there's the seventh night, the eighth night of the, the candles. I lit the Meneda, I danced on the Sechah, nobody saw me any change. I was dancing with everybody even better in, in the chapel. The next morning, I used to get up every morning and say the whole to them. You know why I said the whole to them every day? I personally want to go home. <laughs> I said, tell him. <laughs> of course. What are you doing? You want to be helped? Say, tell him. That's what you can do. Say, tell him. That's what they there. I, I got up in the morning. I want to get out of bed. Bed. Yeah, the bed. I, 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 off the shelf. And uh, the other is there. What are you getting up for? I'm going to say, tell him. For what? I'm going to go home. But you got a letter yesterday. You're not going nowhere. That's what they said. Hashem is taking me home. Yesterday is not a proof of tomorrow. That's a moon we're talking. Whatever happened yesterday, happened yesterday. That's the moon. Not the proof. They're not the boss. I got up, I said, I'll tell him. Davamincha. I ate a soda. I, ate, I washed because it's Hanukkah. This is a Wednesday. I, I middle the soda. Six minutes for skiing. The guard opened the door and tells me, you're a Bashkin. Get out. That was that day. It threw me. It was, look, look inside the Sephora. He writes, they rush Yasef out of the bed. He says, every Yeshua that comes from Hashem comes in the first way. He literally threw me out of the cell. I mean, not physically. Chased me out of there. I gave him a thousand fill. Went into another office building, and the warden is there. And I realized something was going on. I didn't know. I did not know what was going on. I did not know. Outside, they knew. That's somebody knew. I mean, I didn't know. The lawyer got a call from the White House. He tells me later, and the warden is standing over there, and they're looking at me with these wide eyes. The warden is a lady, and and her assistant is a guy, and they're looking at me as if. Imagine if you see the water split by the Yamsu. If you see a miracle, what what, what would your face look like? That was their, their face looked like that. Understand? And they tell me, congratulations, Mr. Rabashkin, you're, you're the president the president of the United States, Donald uh, J. Trump, the gotcha bless him. He's the best friend he didn't have. He have a chaivist to vote for him. 
this is mamash as chayvus for every single year possible to vote for him. Not, hey, consider for me. I, I can't vote. So if you want to vote for me, you should vote for Donald Trump because he is an A of Yisrael. He likes hidden. He likes hidden. He's a family man. He cares about the family. He said that davening is essential. Go look as a yid. And he says, the president just signed a paper. You're a free man to go home. I'm standing there. And this is your question, Asha, right? What did I feel like? What was that? Gosh, the what was the feeling? I remember the moment. And I remember, I, I thought to myself, the, I believe, truly lived every single day with a Batach Hashem was taking me home. And it happened. <laughs> Hashem gave it to me. You understand? There was a deeper feeling of gratitude, a deeper feeling of closeness to Hashem, than if I would have been in the La La Land and suddenly I got the news. You understand? Like people get issues, fakert. The fact that they were talking, I was, I like myself, wow, you did it for me. Hashem. I felt like so, so close to the Ibish, like I, I'm, I'm in a pit and Hashem just pulled me out. You understand? You did it. I trusted you. I trusted you and you did it for me. I love you. How, how, how do you say it? These two guys are still looking at me. I say to them, you know, you think it's political. It's not political. This is Hanukkah today. Hanukkah is the time of miracles. God loves Jewish people. And God loves me. And he made a miracle. That's it. And then I had to bench, because I forgot the bench. I told him I have to go back into jail. I got to go back. I asked him, actually asked him to go back. He wouldn't let me go back. The president, so I asked him for my machinim. I machinim, I benched over there. And, and I said, imagine the benching. I said that about Nisim that night. It was, it was, I never imagined that there would be such crowds where everybody saw the dancing you saw on the street was spontaneous. That, not, not planned spontaneous, it was real spontaneous. Eden saw how Hashem Yisbarach loves every Yid. It could be stuck in a, in, a, in, a, in a place. No way out, you say. There is a way out. Because Hashem is not defined or not limited to anything. You're trusting in Hashem because He is not limited. Look at the Shabbat Nobody can stop Him. They thought they stopped me. They sent me a letter. Aleph, I got on the, my moon stayed strong. My betachan straight strong on base. I stay up in the morning. I daven. I stayed strong with Hashem. Gimel. I walked out of there after shkia. Gimel tevis. And that's that's that is and, and that's what I want to share with everybody. We have our Father in heaven. Hashem loves us. Don't ever think because you're in a situation of trouble. That's not me talking because I want to talk something good. This comes straight out of the words of the Rishonim. These are words of said like and they write that when you trust Hashem, the stronger the trust, the stronger the Yeshua. Don't ever feel you're cornered because you're not cornered. You're only cornered when you put yourself on the corner. When you listen to the lawyer and the lawyer starts explaining you why you're stuck, then you're in trouble. You, the lawyer should tell you, you did win, didn't win. Yeah, you, how much money do you want? That's, what you should, that's The doctor starts explaining you. You see, you see this, you see that, and that's, don't explain me nothing. You got a problem? That was the Abishta. The Abishta wants to, and they take the medicine because the Abishta wants to take medicine. He says this, when you take medicine, you take medicine because Hashem wants to take medicine. When you take medicine like that, then you get helped with the medicine, without the medicine, you're never trapped. So the issues don't resolve themselves. Issues get resolved with the Abishta. It, and, and, and if you weren't answered one day for, for, for you realize that you had the wrong day. That's what happened. You keep on going, and Hashem will help you. I'm blown away. Okay, everybody who's ready to ask live questions, let's go. Rum, you're first. Are you ready? Let's unmute him. Yep. How does this work? Hi, how are you? Good, right. Okay, um, the floor is yours. You can hear him so much. Can you hear him? I can hear you, yeah. Will Frank Rashaila. 
So Baruch Hashem, I think uh, part of my question was answered already, um, but I'll ask the other part of my question, um, is that um, sometimes I feel that, 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 of course, I can talk about Amun, I can talk about Bittach, I can, I can sometimes see the Abish working, but then sometimes I feel like it's a, like a fictional character. Again, you're reading a book, and you put down the book, and he's a fictional character. You don't have to come, you can come back to him later. Sometimes it feels like, a, <laughs> like a, a, a fictional character. I don't, I can't fully understand it. How do you bring that into that? Not that Hashem's not a fictional character. He's not. He's he's, he's every second. Okay, it's important to know. You know, uh, like we started out talking, a, a betachon comes after the muna. Um, the the in the sharb in the in the of Avos, we talk is a book. We talk about the shah, the gate of betachon. The gate of betachon is the fourth gate that is preceded by three gates before then, right? So the first gate, before you start anything, you have to have the, the, the Muna, the Hashem creates the world in general, me in particular, okay? If there, if there are doubts about that Muna, if, it's, if, you, if, if first of all, Muna is higher than understanding, and as a Yid, you have that ability to understand Hashem is there, whether you do understand or don't understand. But as we are, we are commanded to to try to understand as much Hashem allows us to understand His greatness in many different ways. As it's, as He allows us, we are able to learn it. So what I would what I was what I would say to you is, you you should learn those parts in Torah that talk about Emunah Hashem, how how the world is created logically, right? Not because your Emunah is based on logic. But because to take away the questions you have that, that are countering it in the world of logic. You know? So you could, you have the in you is trying to say those things, but so you have to know the answer. So I, let me say it like this. You, you, you would agree that if you, what, with the different parts of the Torah, for example, if you want to have a Pshat and Chumash, right? What do you, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you learn to know what Chumash says? Do you learn uh, um, uh, Rashi? If you want, if you want to have, you uh, know, uh, you want to have a loch in Hilchah Shabbos, you don't pick up Rashi, you pick up a Shulchan Aruch, right? Hilchah Shabbos, you don't pick up Hilchah Tefillah. Same thing, if you want to understand the Muna, you pick up the parts of Torah that speak and, 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 and answer your questions in the Muna. And obviously, we're not going to do it right now, but whoever your Rav is, is definitely able to address those questions in a proper way, so so you don't think it's the way you described it. The, Abish, the only true existence that does exist is the Abishta. We are the fictional characters. Now, the Abishta creates us. In order for us to exist, Hashem has to create, as it says, Hashem creates us every moment. Because Hashem creates us every moment, He knows what's happening with us every moment. He creates the situation we're in. And on that, we base our betachon. And on that, we base the idea of divine providence is based on that. Avram, you understand? So this is a this is this is a study, and I know people don't learn, whatever. I'm trying, but but there are there is ways where whoever your love is, I'll be open with him. Say, Rabbi, I need to learn to you about the Muna. Which part of the Torah am I can learn to help me with my Muna? once you have that Muna, then you realize that only Hashem can help you, and that's why you have the betachon only in Him. I you have a shtadlus. But you're doing the shtadlis because Hashem wants to do the shtadlis. Not you're doing the because you think a shtadlis is going to help you. Everything's from Hashem. And then your shtadlis becomes successful. We have so many more. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's okay, start. Okay, okay. I got to give an answer. Let's go. Scott, you're on. 
Shalom Aleichem, how are you? Um, oh, pleasure, pleasure, to, pleasure to speak to you. Well, okay. John, um, first of all, you, your story reminds me of uh, the Kalsenberger Rebbe, when, the, the mysterious nefesh he had throughout the war. It's, Mamish, it's amazing. Mamish, very inspiring. Um, but the question I have is, you touched on a little bit, was regarding the the hishtalis you have to put in versus the muna betachin a, a, a person has to have. If you can delve in a little deeper, the, the difference between the Munan Betachem versus the Hashtadlis, not necessarily Parnasa, let's say raising the family, raising kids, getting married, um, okay, daily let, life. Let me, let me try to answer this to you in a, in, a, in, a, in a different way. I never tried this. I'll try this this way. Okay. You, you eat, when you wash and you eat a, a, for a meal, bread, right? So um, you, you, what's the first bracha you make on the benching? Hazan Asa'ilam Kulavatubi, right? Bracha Hazan. You, 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 you make a you, you thank Hashem for the food after you eat bread. It's a mitzvah to do that. And, and there's three main brachas, and there's a fourth bracha at the end. The first bracha is Hazonas Elam Kulu Betuvi Bechem Chasabachem. Hashem sustains the world with Chayn Nechasna Barachem. Follow me a minute. You know, you know, maybe you know where I'm going with this, but, but follow me. I think I'll be able to remember the answer better. And, 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 um, the second bracha you make is we're thanking Hashem for the land you gave us. Okay, so the first bracha is azana sa'elam, and the second bracha is neidah for the. For, so who who wrote the first bracha? Who was the author of the first bracha? Moshe Imagine that. Every time you bench, you're reading the words that Moshe Rabbeinu himself wrote. For what did he write the bracha for? For the man, because he brought down the man to feed even forty years in the desert. He fed the man. The bread from heaven, and he and so he wrote. If they ate the man, you have to make a bracha also. So you can't say give you thank Hashem for the for the bread from the ground. It's not bread from the ground. It's bread from the sky. Neidelocha is Yeshua authored that bracha. Yeshua who took the entire Israel, now eating bread from the ground, and we, we make that bracha neidelocha. So the obvious question is, why? Well, we eat. What are we eating? We're eating bread from the ground. We're eating bread, wheat bread. Um, spelt bread, whatever you're eating, right? It's a it's and you so why are we making a blessing for bread from the ground if we're eating for bread from the heaven if we're eating bread from the ground? Very basic question, and it's a beautiful answer. The Rebbe explains it's very, very beautiful. So, like this, he says, What's the difference between the food, food from the heaven and food from the ground? The difference is when you get food from the heaven, when Hashem rains food down on you. You did nothing for it. You got it from Hashem, right? Every day, everybody got the food. You didn't do it. You, you can't make a mistake to think that the bread you have and, you, and what's sustaining you is from Hashem. That's bread from heaven. Bread from the ground, however, is different. Bread from the ground, you have to work for it. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to plow the land. You have to do shtadlus. You have to plant. You have to do all the work. And then you have bread to eat. There, you can make a mistake and think that's your strength, your wisdom, your good business acumen that got you the money to get you what you want, right? That's the, the day, right? When we bench, we tell Hashem, you know, I just ate bread from the ground. I'm not making no mistake. It's the same mon that you came from heaven. Even though I work for it, I acknowledge that it's like bread from, from heaven. So hishtadlus, that's, I, I was trying to give it to you in a way, every time you bench, maybe you can remember this, this point. Hishtadlus is, since Hashem creates the world, Hashem creates a person who automatically is going to sustain him. Why does Hashem sustain us through the work of our hands? And says the Shai Hashem wants to test us. 
It's a test. Work is a test. Ishtal is a test. Hashem wants to see if we're going to work, are we going to work like a yid? Are we going to do things without stealing? Are we going to work without working on Shabbos? How we, when we do that work, we're doing it properly? Or because we know that it's the really the bracha, the blessing comes from Hashem, we're just doing the vessel into which the bracha comes into, or we think it's our wisdom, it's our strength that it's doing it. That's the, the whole life of the test. So to answer your question, hishtadlus is, it means Hashem the, commands us to do the physical uh, action in this world into which his blessing comes in. Our job is to acknowledge that even though we did the physical action and we were successful, it, we, still, we still acknowledge the blessing to Hashem for what we have. And that's what Amunah and Betachel means in this, in this arena. And that's why it's so complicated, because the natural feeling is if I worked for something and I succeeded, I rather think, oh, you see, I'm so smart, right? I'm, I'm, I, I, I was ahead of my competition, etc. On Shabbos, we, we affirm that Amunah, that it's from the Eivishter, even though our competition is working on Shabbos, we close a business on Shabbos. Shabbos is a confirmation of Amunah. So because, but because Hashem commands us to do Heshtadlus, that's why it's easy for us to sometimes fall out of the true scene. And so we have to get back into the understanding it. And the way you do that is by learning. Scott, there's no, there's no way around it. Every single day, the world is, an, is pushing its story. The world is pushing its story that there's a natural order of events. Things work the way the world wants it to work. And it's not about Hashem. And the Yid, gets up in the morning and he learns first, and he davens first, and, 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 he, and he confirms that the world story is not correct, his story is correct. There's Eivishter, they've created a world, works in natural order, and our job is to bring God into the world by doing what Hashem wants us to do. Did I answer your question? I hope. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're I'm muted. I'm, I'm unmuting him, hold on. Scott, you got to mute. Was that, was that, was that answer your question or I, I spoke around it? Yeah, it was good, it was good, thank you. I didn't intend so. to stick around. I wanted to give it in a way you can remember, that's all. Very good, thank you. Go to the next question. Okay, uh, Jeremy, you're on. Okay, thank you, Oshie. Hi, Rabbi Rabashkin. I have two questions. The host only knows about one. Uh, okay. The first, very quick, the first question, and then I'll say the second one. Before this thing started, I'm sitting here. It's like the middle of nine days. I'm trying to decide: could I find a little yogurt? What should I eat? I have this headache, and now after watching you for an hour, like I could go three weeks without sleeping. So my first question is like, how does this level of Amuna, Vitacha, and Simcha, all this good stuff, relate to like upcoming Tishabav? If you have any comments on that, that's the first question. You don't have to answer it. I know it's like not a specific question. It's very general. I'm just putting it out there. The second question is, is in the beginning, Oshi asked, where were you holding before your ordeal and everything happened? It seems as if that you grew a lot and through what you went through and obviously became the person who you are today based on your circumstances. Um, I personally don't, I wouldn't say I have very strong Amunah Bitachan or any relationship whatsoever to Amunah Bitachan. Life is good or life is bad or life is whatever, but Amunah Bitachan is not something that's on like the tip of my tongue. I wanted to know if you could like give me a little class on like what I'm missing and, and how bad this is in my life that I don't have Amunah Bitachan and what would be like the, the beginner path so like Haderach Hashar Yalchubam, like where do we start looking to find this thing and bring it into our lives? You know, you know, to answer your first question, I think it's a very easy answer about Tisha B'Av. 
I think it's very easy because Tisha B'Av is the, is, the, is the test of all tests. It's a darkness of all darkness. In, in, a, in a national way, Tisha B'Av threw Eden into, from a situation where they were able to see Hashem's miracle, Hashem's presence in the Beis HaMikdash. Every single day, says the Chazal told us there were 10 miracles that happened in the Beis HaMikdash. If you wanted to confirm Hashem creates the world, you went to the Beis HaMikdash. You saw miracles. You, ah, right? you, saw, you, you saw the divinity. And Mithamal got destroyed. That, that, that doesn't get darker than that. So we, we, we are told that this, is, this darkness is not to smash us to, to smithereens. This darkness is in order for us, this, this going down is in order for us to come up. We're going to be, we, we are going to have a Geula. Mashiach is going to come. I'm going to have a rebuilt the base of And all the mitzvahs that the Eden did for 2,000 years are cumulative. Every country we went through, we did our job at that country. Every challenge we went through, we showed that even in this challenge, Hashem does exist. That was the purpose of the whole, of the whole Golos. And, that, and, and so we will be rewarded with that big gimel, with the big ula. So it's very simple. When you, have, when you, look, at, you, when you look at the world, without a winner, you wonder what's going on here. What's this all for? But you realize that the Golos is not the, the, to, hurt, to hurt us. The Golos is a job Hashem is putting us to go from country to country, as we did, and go through all the tests we had. And obviously, we don't ask for them. We ask Hashem not to give us tests. And we always stay firm in our Muna and Betachan, and we're still here to talk about it. Nobody was able to. So that's the point. Now we're going through the biggest test, I think, and everybody saw. The whole world is in, is in a turmoil. And, 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 and our, our very Yiddish guys is being challenged. So that's the first question. So, second question. I, I, think, I think my question is, with a, with a smile as big as yours and with the energy that you bring, how is it possible to really sit and mourn and grieve and cry and do everything that we're supposed to do on Tisha B'Av if we really have such strong emunah bitachon? How did the two coexist? Okay, very good question. Thank you for clarifying. Um, the 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 Baal Betochen realizes that he's in the mats of, of darkness. It's not, you know, um, sitting. Imagine sitting in a place called prison. I'll give you a little picture, and 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 you're thinking the worst possible darkness that can be for a person's life. It comes to Shabbat. Suddenly, Chazal tell you put on. You can't wear shoes anymore because not really shoes anyways. But you have to put on the, these 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 bus shoes they give you. Uh, that are not without it. And you got to sit down on the floor and say kindness and cry for the base of And suddenly you realize there's something bigger than you you're crying for. <laughs> and, and, and outside the, the, the goyim are laughing and the goyim are partying, whatever partying you can say in the physical prison and watching the TV and you're there crying for the base of So where does that come from, right? Simcha doesn't mean the crying is the understanding that even though we have a talking and, and the, the guru is coming right now, we're in a darkness. The darkness we're in is not good for me. While I'm here, I will do what Hashem wants me to do. I'm looking for the day to go out. In my personal goal, the same thing. I realized that even though I was putting on every single day, Baruch Hashem, I got what I needed to do, Tere Mitzvah, and I was had Svarim, and I was learning, and I was growing. A Jew doesn't belong in prison, and, and he can't serve Hashem properly in prison. There's no minion there. There's no family. My family needed me. And, and he can't do a lot of mitzvahs either. So obviously, together with understanding, Amur Hashem put me here. Hashem wants me to, to dive into him to get out of there, to be in a place where I could do the mitzvahs. So the same thing globally. We are in a place 
we are building yeshivas and we're doing a lot of chesed and there's a lot of good things going on. But ultimately, we can't do all 630 mitzvahs now. We don't have Besamikdash. We don't have the purity to go do all the mitzvahs. So that feeling of less than perfect drives us to realize it's not because we want to have the food just coming from the trees. That's also nice also. But we want to have a time when we have a Besamikdash, we're able to see Hashem in, in His true way. So that's how they, both, they, both, they can both come together. You can be in Simcha. I want to call some Simcha is you don't walk around smiling because you're, you're happy. What are you happy about? You're, 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 you're in a, 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 a prison is at best an insane asylum. At worst, it, it, it's a dehumanizing place. It's, it's, it, you, I have a problem today understanding the gravity of its inhumanness, even though I lived there eight and a half years. It's it, because it's so inhuman, you can't even imagine what it is. And I'm, again, there's no time for this, but, I, but I'm telling you, it's accurate. So, what is the simcha? The simcha is not, the simcha chaim is not because you're going through a difficulty. The simcha chaim comes from knowing that I'm doing what Hashem wants and I'm connected with Hashem. I'm fulfilling my purpose in life. There's no greater simcha you could have. And I, I say this you want happiness? Make sure you, you, first of all, you connect, you connect this week's parish, you connect with Hashem, the source of life. And we're knowing that what you're doing is creating a satisfaction, a happiness by Hashem, even though, even though, even though it's difficult, hard for you to do it, that, that satisfaction you're making for your creator gives you a simcha or fulfilling your purpose in life that is immeasurable, immeasurable. And uh, I don't, I've had time, I'll tell you a story about the mail, but I guess I don't have time. But I'll go through the questions, I can make some stories at the end. But there's a few times that Hashem gave me good stories I lived through that brought that point out. The Simcha Sachayim doesn't come from the service you're going through. Simcha Sachayim comes from fulfilling your purpose. We want to hear the story about the mail. Let's hear the story. Okay. The, as I said before, I, when I, I used to get a lot of mail. I got a lot of mail. From Eden all over, from all Eden uh, adults and children, and 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 the mail was filled with with blessings and and uh, and uh, for me it was a big chizuk. Like I said before, seeing how many people are davening for me, and and I knew this is Hashem telling me I'm I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna get you out of here, right? So they give me chizuk. So I, the way the way they would give out the mail is they would um, they would call all the all the prisoners into the bigger room. There's like multiple different barracks. Each barrack had like 120 people. So they pulled everybody in the room, and and they gave, and, and and the officer would put his hand into the mailbag and take out the envelope envelope and call out the name that's on the envelope. And and depending on the day, if it was 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, or 40, I, my name was settled many times. And after a while, everybody knew my name. Now, in in a, in a place called Freedom. People know your name is a positive thing. In a place called prison, being popular is a very negative thing. You don't want to be noticed. I was very much noticed. And I started sensing that that now that I was being noticed is that there was there was anger. The the the, the, the wonderful people there start getting angry that that you know they see a bag over there like today, you know, they they, they were mathematicians, they made a mathematical calculation that is let's say hundred envelopes in the bag, it's hundred prisoners, they actually got one, right? I mean, what's fair? And here, Rebashman is taking 10 or 20. So I'm taking away somebody's mail, no? Right? I mean, listen to the... So I'm the Chazer. So one day, a guy comes over to me and with a tiny, and he says, Rebashman, I got a question. A tall guy, a, a white guy, he tells me, a very friendly person, as you can understand, and he tells me, um, uh, why are you taking away all our mail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is a, this is a 
a very deep, thoughtful question that uh, Einstein's cousin came up with. And I listened to the question. My, 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 my natural reaction was, I got to add this sugar now. I'm taking away his mail. But he said, well, what's an answer? If I'd walk away, it would mean that uh, he's accusing me of taking away his mail. That says from everything you see in here, you take a lesson in a Hashem. And here's what happened. A very interesting thing. I talk about Gamzul Tevu. Here was a, I was in a very bad situation. I'm facing a guy that has no problem knocking me out, right? Because he's angry. And because I got more mail than him. <laughs> and I got to talk to him. So I said to him, first I said to him, listen, how do you figure I took all your mail? Look at, my, look at the envelopes. I took out the envelopes I had in my hand. A little package over there. I said, listen, I look at every single envelope. It's my name, Shalom Rabashkin. Uh, Prisoner number, so on and so. What are you? Are that yours? It's mine. So he doesn't walk away. I thought he'd be uh, satisfied. No, he wants to have a, a yes, a beer. So I gave it to him. So I said, listen, I believe I trust God's taking me home every single day. That's how I live. So I believe that by tomorrow I'm not here anymore. By tomorrow's mail, I'm going home. What do you think? Tomorrow you're going to get more mail because I'm gone? No, for sure not. You're going to get your mail. I'm getting my mail. My mail's going with me. So I thought that, that solved the problem, right? Didn't solve the problem. He's still waiting for more episodes, more. So I gave him a and I said, listen, let's say I wanted to show him that my male and him had no shakas to each other. I, I got into this mood. I said, look, even if you got my mail, you wouldn't even know how to read it, right? I took out a letter that was written in Yiddish. I quickly looked at what I saw, and I opened it up, and I said, see, look, read it. He looks at it like, like, like you know, you can't read Hebrew. Yiddish, whatever it was. So I said, you see, even if you got my letter, you couldn't read it. You, what do you have in my mail? So finally he left. I realized that the situation is hot. I asked the guy I was with, the friendly guy I was with, and I, I, the cell is two people. So I was with one guy, a tough guy. I, do me a favor, you go pick up the mail. I want to stay out of, out of, out of harm's way. And he did it for me. He got permission, he used to go pick up the mail for me. But for weeks, I was struggling to understand what is Hashem teaching me here. And this is another lesson we're talking. When things are happening to me, I realize that Hashem says that whatever happens to a person is in order to teach him a lesson in serving Hashem. And I was looking, obviously the simple, the simple cheap way out of this whole thing is look at how jealousy can lead to some stupidity, right? But I, was, I, I sensed something more and then I got it. The Abish they gave me and it took a few weeks. I got it, one day I got it and I, got, I became so happy that I went through that uncomfortable moment with this guy, it hit me. I was in a position very easily to be upset where I was, right? Everybody goes through a hardship. What's the first thing you think? Why is my life going like this? Why can't my life be like somebody else, right? Yes, ask, uh, Osha, ask, uh, put on your question. Who, who agrees that in every trial a person goes through, he thinks, why can't my life be like uh, that guy? Why can't I have his money? Why can't I have his beauty? Why can't I have his facial? Everything. Why, why, why he's not like him? Right? Then I realized, me, I had the same question. What am I doing in jail? And my family is outside. My friends are outside making chasanas. And from everybody, I'm stuck in this mental institution, yeah? And they want 27 years also, right? And then it hit me. My life is my meal. It was beautiful. Hashem gave me a lesson. I, and it's happened so many times. I was telling him, you can't get my mail. You know, this, this guy, what would, Hashem said every step of the way. The same I explained to him, you can't get my mail. It's my name. My life has my name on it. Who I got, who, who I was going to be born to. I was born to my parents. 
I was born in Park. I went to yeshivas I went to, I befriended I went to. Every step of the way is my mail. Why? Because every step of the way I'm doing, fulfilling my purpose generally in doing a challenge, specifically the challenges that I'm going through. And I, do, I use the word challenges. These are not, um, not anyway, challenges. It's an assignment to bring light into that darkness. So, first of all, I have to understand, I, I, my life couldn't be like, my, I can't think why can my life be like somebody else? It can't be, because Hashem is creating me. Hashem has a purpose for me. That's number one. Number two, if I got somebody's mail, I couldn't even read it. Like I told this guy, you've got my mail, I couldn't even read it. Everybody always thinks, you know, if I had that guy's money, oh, then I, I, I'm smart. I would do the right thing with the money. He is a son of a What does he understand? I understand how to do with money. I would give this and I would do that. If you had that guy's money, it's not yours, you wouldn't even know what to do with it. You couldn't read it. You couldn't know what to do with it. So this is where Simcha Zachayim comes in. When you realize, when I realize, I'm talking talk to myself, I, I, I'm not preaching to anybody. I can tell you what I, what I went through. There were times I, managed, I got news and knocked the wind out of me. And I wondered to myself, even just looking around, sometimes you look, take a look around where you are, you wonder, what's going on? For how long? And then I realized, this is my mail. Hashem put me here. Hashem, it is, my life couldn't be any other way. You know what the proof is? Because that's the way it's going. It couldn't be any other way. Once it happened, this is the way it had to happen. It's not this guy's fault. It's not the judge's fault. It's not, now, the judge, whoever does something wrong, they get punished to do something wrong. But what happens to me is by divine providence. They, 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 everything here is it's, you can't change that so, so I, I took Simcha Sachayim from realizing I am running my mail my life, Hashem wants me to run it I'm a, I never say that, I never watched TV I didn't watch TV for eight and a half years, I never looked at the screen you know why? And if you ask anybody, they'll tell you for sure watch TV, relax, I wanted to relax I wanted to have a clear head so I kept it clear. I didn't listen to secular ideas. I didn't watch a drama show that would tell me how a non-Jew deals with a crisis. Because the way a non-Jew deals with a crisis is different than the way the Shah teaches me to deal with a crisis. This is, you know, very, very real. Very real. You have to, if you're going through a crisis, stop a second and think, how am I supposed to approach it? So the first thing is stop polluting your mind. It's not all, it's, you, you're going to learn everything about Betochen, and then you're going to listen to some commentator who's giving you all the opposite of Betochen. They teach you everything opposite that you don't understand Betochen. You think for a second it doesn't affect your understanding? It doesn't cloud your mind? Of course it does. Of course it does. So to me, watching a show was undoing what I was struggling to do. I was struggling to get a clarity in what a moon of Betochen is. I had two prongs. First of all, I got to learn. All the parts of Torah that I could understand, the deeper parts I don't understand, that I could understand, I'm going to learn to understand as much as I can so I can analyze the situation in the Jewish way. Number two, I'm not going to pollute my brain. I'm not talking about murder and 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 and, and say things that are 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 are, are mud on, on your brain. But I'm not going to listen to the non-Jews. I didn't lose, and this kept my clarity. So getting back to the male story, Simcha Sachayim means understanding what's happening to me is with a purpose. Hashem wants, what does Hashem want? Why he wants, I don't know, but I can tell you like this. It says, Hashem created a big world. Hashem wants the light of Torah to go into every single place in the world. When a person goes through a situation, 
and the, goes through the situation the way Yid is supposed to go through the situation, he's bringing the light of Torah into that situation. He's bringing into that part of creation, Kedusha, holiness. When Avram Avinu, in a big way, went around and talked about one God and, and one Hashem, and he fought and he argued with the idol worshippers, and he let himself be thrown into the fire instead of bowing down to an idol, he brought Kedusha so big that, that into, that, into that darkness that, that shines still today into us. When he took Yitzchak and he put him to Akedah, he opened up a new way of serving Hashem beyond calculations. Avram Avinu was the kindest person in the world. And here he was expected to do something way beyond his natural, who he was. He was supposed to get the strength and take and, and, and make Akedah on his son, his only son. And because he served Hashem beyond his, 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 his uh, feelings. And that's what he gives us also. So I'm trying to bring out, Simcha Zechaim comes, when I got that, those moments, I think, wow, how more, I, I, I really, this is my mail. Every time I remind, remind myself, it's my mail, I, I took Simcha from understanding that Hashem is happy with me, that I'm going through this test as a Yid goes through it, and I'm bringing in the light of Kedusha the way a Yid is supposed to do. Hashem is happy with me, that's why I was happy. That's why I was happy. And that strength in my trust in that will get me out of there. And, well, and thinking that why my life can't be like somebody else is 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 like the guy thinking why he got no, I can't get my mail. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I like that. That's a good story. Yeah, mind-boggling. I'm seriously I'm unbelievable. Um, I'm gonna only I'm not gonna take anybody else not anybody else's mail anymore. I'm gonna keep buying. <laughs> Okay, we have a lot more live questions. I really want to get people want to ask. Okay, I, I, have, I have a little time. You can, I can go until everybody falls asleep. Okay, Ellie, let's go. Best love. How are you? Where's Ellie? Where is he? You He's see Ali? right here. Oh, Ellie, yeah, thank you. Oh, okay. uh, sure, you and Coach Menachem, first of all, thank you guys for a beautiful okay. job every week. Thank you. I uh, have to admit, I did come on late tonight. So, okay. my question you may have answered, you may not have answered. Uh, thank you, Rabshal Martha, also for the chizik you give to Gantz Kaleistro, just from your smile. Okay. Um, but I think I answered my question just for the last 10 minutes. My question was, not you. If somebody, a plain Pashadiyad wants to give somebody who's going through an assignment a boost in the moon and be talking. You know, you can tell them it's all from Hashem, you know, the basic lines, but they don't always work with somebody who's not on your madriga. What age would you say to give somebody who's a little bit less level of the moon would be talking that extra mm. so um I, I i let let me let me let me throw a few things out there and, and like, like you know in we're talking about the um, duties of the heart every every situation is different and first of all there has to be understanding you have to understand yourself that we're talking to a yid you're talking to his neshama and he ha he has it within him he has within him idea that him and Hashem are one and inseparable and if he does if whatever happening here is challenging the, that connection he that 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 this is the, this is the challenge he's going through so the first thing there's a few things I found and it's also brought that person who's going through the Nisayan to do more mitzvahs with to do actually do a mitzvah to, to connect, but mitzvah, mitzvah comes from the, from the um, word tzafsa, and it says in the Zayar, it says tzafsa b'chibur. A mitzvah connects you with Hashem. So, so the, the challenge a person goes through 
is 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 challenging that that open connection. The mitzvah reconnects or, or, or brings that connection out openly. Another way of doing it him is, and I, I yeah, and this is I've, I've read uh, um, um, to have the person help somebody else. A lot of times, a person going through a depression, going through a hard time, when he starts helping another, doing the mitzvah, that itself becomes very satisfying. Finally, depending on his ability to learn. I think the most important thing in anybody has an assignment in this posture to, to learn and understand. You know, I, I didn't see the iPhone develop in the world, but the iPhone, yeah. I, saw, I saw when the first, when I first lived in prison, I was sort of starting, but for the rich and famous, the, the, the way I heard about this iPhone, I didn't know what, I never really saw an iPhone until, until, I, until I got out, right? And, and, and it amazed me, the whole thing. But the point, one of the things that in a, on the positive side, there's a lot of Toyota being learned through the iPhone. And a lot of WhatsApps are coming in every single day uh, with, with Torah thoughts and, and everything is wonderful and beautiful. But let, me, let, but let me share with you something which really you should be at least aware of and, and it should be a flashing yellow sign. There's a lot of one minute and two minute and people ask me to do it and I get very, two minute uh, chizuk, two minute talk of chizuk, boom. And, you, and, you, and you, you hit the app and the guy gets up there and you hear words, really inspiring words. And today, which bothers me a lot, if the words are not inspirational enough, they put music in the background. That, that blows my mind. What the, what, 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 what's the show over here? What are you, the guy's talking in the background. What are you playing with my head? Talk to me. Right? I, 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 I'm being a little critical. Whoever's doing it, nobody means bad, but I'm, I'm just giving you a different perspective. But I think the harm that could come from this is like this. There's no way in the world that in two minutes, and that's I tend to talk a lot. There's no way in two because I'm talking to you. I'm really talking to myself. I'm trying. I'm trying to give it over the best I can. There's no way you can give over somebody in two minutes what he has to hear as he's going through a life struggle. If you're talking to somebody's chizik. He's going through a problem. He has a challenge. There's a lot of parts to uh, there's a muna and there's a betachon. There's ashgach protis. There's the importance of teira mitzvahs. There's in the shama. There's simcha. There's a lot. There's a lot of. I'm not talking in the depth of it. Even even in the broad sense of it. To understand what a, what what a yid is about. Who a yid is. So, it it will take a few times of talking, of learning, of opening. And I find text based is the best. Open up that safer. Learn. Hashem is sharing with you what betachon means. Betachon has to come comes first with 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 a, with a muna. And, and, and then this person will start realizing that what he's going through, he's not being rejected by Hashem. It's part of our mission in life. Every person is tested. That's what Jews are done. With that. Not to beat us up, because we, through breaking through the darkness of a test, we draw down a greater light. There's a greater light comes from darkness. I'm sure you heard this line a million times. And, and, uh, and it's explained also if you, if, 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 if you have the capacity. There's plenty to explain about it. But learning is essential. It says, You know, we say in Shiva, we say, the Shalak Kodesh writes on the passage, This is my God. And Anveyu means, he says, I'll be one with him. And the God of my father, and I will exalt him. So he says, and the word, he says like this When Zekheli, when you make Hashem your God, because you really learned and you really feel him, that Anivahu, you're one with him. When you say it's a God of my father, yeah, I believe, I'm, I believe in Hashem because my father told me about it, but I'm then he's exalted, he's above you, he's not, not in your life. I, I, I got to tell you a story, a businessman called me a few, I get these calls from time to time, 
often. And this guy gets on the phone and he tells me, I'm going through a difficulty in life. I need to have some words of chizik. So I stopped what I'm doing. I said, yeah, what, what is it? And this, is a, this guy happens to be a businessman and he's going through a difficulty in his business. And everything he's doing, and, and said, I mean, sadly, I mean, uh, the difficulty, I went through that uh, a cycle of being on top, on top, and then thrown into, 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 the, into the pit. So he's calling me, he's asking, he's going through it. Everything seems that he's doing seems to be wrong. He's going through a hard time. So I spoke to him a little bit while I speaking to you tonight about and how Hashem wants you. I can't, I, can't, I can't emphasize this enough. Betachan is not just a good idea. It's not positive thinking. Betachan means it's a mitzvah. Hashem wants you to, test, to, to trust him. When I figured out that Hashem wants me to trust me, there wasn't an option to, to get settled in and accept the situation. Hashem wants me to trust him to get me out. And the way I show him that I trust him is I'm going to do his mitzvah. So, I, then, then, I, then I encourage him to learn, and I was speaking to a Ben I was speaking to somebody who can learn, and, and, um, and suddenly I tell him, I don't mean these apps, these one or two minute apps you get on, the, on your iPhone, I mean open up the safe and learn it. <laughs> I, got, I got the courage to tell him, and he starts laughing. He says, we are Navi? I said, well, no. He says, are you, how do you know, that's exactly what I do. His way of strengthening his Betachan was getting these apps. Every day I got an app. Oh, very wonderful, good speaker. Yeah, but they didn't, that speaker spoke a half an hour. And they, they cut out two minutes, or Yisachdir says two minutes, and they listened to him, the highlight of a whole explanation. And that's supposed, so why did he speak for half an hour if he can get it in two minutes? He's wasting your time. Obviously, you can't grasp, you can't internalize the idea he's saying in one minute. But the highlight sounds powerful, and they put a music in the background, like you're watching a movie. Ba-bam, ba-bam. And, 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 and you're supposed to be inspired, and you are inspired. And then you shut the iPhone off, and the next challenge hits you in the face, and you forgot the bam, pa bam is gone, because it's not yours. You, can, you have to learn, I don't know how to say it. You have to learn, but, but not everybody's able to learn. A mitzvah, when you do a mitzvah, and you do a mitzvah, choose a mitzvah that you're gonna do because Hashem told me to do it. Connect with Hashem. That's also good, that charges you in the shama and brings that in the shama. suddenly you can see things the right way. I think we have to get some music in the background. I think that's what I got out of this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're missing that. You have to have the... the Can I get the, some music? It's for nine days. Next week, next week we'll have a guitar. Uh, next week. We'll <laughs> next week we actually are. No, Arshim, music has its place. Right. Yeah, okay, let's go. We have oh, I'm, I'm listening to somebody <laughs> teach me something. Teach me. Don't give me the music in the background. Arshim, huh? come on. One minute physics. Strong. Sarah, yeah, one minute. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for all the physics you give to me and to all of Israel. We really appreciate it. I wanted to ask, how much davening should a person do, and how much thinking Hashem should they do when they're in a situation that that's out of control that they can't change? How much should they daven for the situation to change, and how much should they think Hashem for the situation? Okay. um, First of all, you know, use the words out of control. I remember. Um, I, I always told my, my family, I'd call up from the, from, the, from the jail and I'd speak to my family and they would tell me how uh, things are out of control. So if the Lynch I always emphasize it's not out of control. Everything is very much in control. Everything's supposed to happen is happening. We have to strengthen our moon and So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not nitpicking in, in words, but the idea of moon and try to get yourself to understand it, it, it's hard, it can be painful. It's something maybe you didn't, you, you, you rather not have, but bring yourself back 
to where it's coming from. It's coming from Hashem and what Hashem wants you to do in this situation. I think that that's the key. So I, when a person, and, and it's hard, there's no question. And we daven, you, 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 you daven to get out of the problem. So we see how much you should daven. First, you daven three times a day. That's for sure. That the Chacham say that in a day. I used to say the whole tilim. I had the time to say it. I, of course, I could have done other things in that time. I could have slept. I could have. So you say I had the time is the wrong way to say it. I made the effort every single day to say as much tilim as I could. I divided my day in three in two in three ways. I had a notebook with me, and I divided to because there was nothing. There was nothing. To, there was nothing to to drive me. I, I didn't have friends to, to to look to to help me go along. I didn't have a rabbi there to teach me. And I needed, I needed a catalyst to push me. So I actually divided my day in a notebook. In a notebook. And, and the, three, in the three things the world stands on, and I tr- tried to uh, uh, um, make goals for myself, what I want to learn in a day, and what I want to daven, how long I want to daven, uh, what I want to learn. In the Nigla and the Chassidus, and, and, I, and I learned every single day, I, should, I made sure to learn every single day, I actually know parts of Shabbat by, by heart. Because in times of crisis and times when I felt things, uh, when I felt my mind was taking me to places of, of, of um, thinking that things are out of control, that would, that would go into a depression, I would replace those thoughts with the thoughts with, with, that Hashem wants to think of. Let, let me, if you have a minute, can I, can, I, can I expand this a minute? Have time? Okay, let me, let me say, the hardest time for me, let me, explain, let, me get, let me share with you. The hardest time for me, for example, was at night. Okay, you know, you... you, you uh, many of you have walk-in closets that were bigger than the room they put us in. It's the cell. It's, it's the reason why they call it a cell. It's like a cell phone. It's very small and locks you in. You know, it's like a and um, it's like six feet wide, eight feet long. And, they, and if, if that's not enough to put in this little thing, they put another person in on top of you first. They, and they lock the door on you. I never got used to the, the sound of a guy on the other side of the door. Click, locked. Now you're locked in for nine, ten hours. So during the day, you're able to pick yourself up. You learn Torah. You're listening to him. You're helping. Like I said, the third thing is the third. The third thing is I tried every single day to find somebody to help. Either I learned with him, I had the mishurim over there. I uh, was able to give some people some food, whatever I can help people. The money there wasn't, and. Um, but it, so the milch Hasadim was there, and uh, so getting back over. So so I, I um, during the day you're able to pick yourself up by learning, by davening, by 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 staying focused. But at night it was the hardest because then you lay down on this little shelf. So it's, it's a steel shelf with a little thin mat, which they call it a bed. It's not a bed, and um, and you try to fall asleep, and and your mind starts working. And like I said before. Negative thoughts are not passive. Negative thoughts are not just another way of reality. The negative thoughts we are taught, we, every single Jew has two parts to him. He has this godly soul and he has an animal soul. He has Yitzhahara. Yitzhahara is trying to pull us down. Negative thoughts are not don't come because seeing the world for Negative thoughts are coming, So, but you don't know that. When you have thoughts, when you, a human being has a brain and is thinking logically, he's supposed to think logically. So unless I'm laying in bed, I'm thinking, okay, what happened today? Let's say there's a day where something happened legally or didn't happen legally, waves happened, whatever it is, and, uh, and you start thinking, what's, what's this guy going to do? How long is it going for? And then, but then as my mind drifted and I realized, I started to realize that my thoughts are bringing me to become sad and depressed. And let me say, so let me share this with everybody. Any thought that brings you to depression is coming from the Eitzahara. 
any thought how pure and how look, look it's in real a thought that brings you to depression is coming from somebody that wants to pull you down. So I identified it. What I realized that my thoughts are bringing me to depression and I couldn't fall asleep. So what would a person do? He'd run to the psychiatrist and get medicine. They give you they give you they give you drugs to put you to put you to sleep. I didn't want to take drugs. I wanted to deal with it. So I, I realized that what happened, I, I, I learned Shabbat and I learned the parts where, by heart, and then I would replace the thoughts that were bringing me to depression with the thoughts that Hashem was giving me, that strength and happiness come from there. And I started thinking about how Tachon means Hashem will do for me that what I'm trusting will do. I'm trusting Him to bring me home. Hashem will bring me home. How? I don't know. I can trust him in Perek Beit. I know Hashem loves me and Hashem has racham on me. Hashem cares for me. Nobody can stop him. Hashem is only with me. And I went through all the steps that he brings you in a very logical, functional way. He brings you, and, and, I, and I reaffirmed in my mind, this is the Hashem I'm trusting. And therefore, it's going to be good. I fell asleep. No drugs. No fear. Just, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. It's good, and it's going to be revealed good. And that's why I fell asleep. And the next morning I had to wake up, just to throw a little, another, it was hard to get up. I used to get up like 4, 35 in the morning, I said, I had to have a very busy day. There's no messing around over there. I had a full, full day. I was very, very productive. So I got up like 4, 30 in the morning. I want to say the whole tale before davening. So Baruch Hashem, the guy I'm sleeping with, he's, 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 he's okay with that because it's a story for itself. And I get out of, and, and, but it's hard. How, how do you get out of bed in, 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 in a cell that uh, that there's a guy snoring on top and you're locked in the cell. We're getting up. What are you getting up to? You know, you get up, you, you, you're, you're calm, and suddenly you're getting up to this hell uh, called the cell number 307. Hey, go back to sleep. They tell us right there, guy, guy, take schlafen. You were calm before. You're good. What are you getting up for? So I, I have to, you know, it's not an even fight because he's up before me always. It's an interesting thing. And he's a very upstanding. I'm lying vertical, uh, horizontal on the bed. It's hard to fight when you're laying horizontal. So I came up with this idea. That I made a deal with my Yitzhahara. We made, what was the deal? I said to him, Listen, I'm not talking to you about getting up until the after brachas. I said, First thing, we dandy, then I'm using Daglavasa. I always get some, I had a shisla, Daglavasa. And then I got dressed and I said, I said brachas. And then we'll talk if I should get up or I shouldn't get up. Because I had gone to sleep, but I did to get up. Right? So I, this worked. Every, <laughs> I got up every day he was there trying to get me back to go to sleep. I said, Right, hold that thought. And you say, you say all the beautiful tefillas, who wants to go back to sleep? I went and I said, this is how a Jew goes through life. That's what I'm trying to try bring out. Use those things that we have. Alton Taylor, Davin, yes, how, how much you Davin? Davening, it says, Halavayish is following Kalim Kulay. Halavayish Davin all the time. And, and, and yes, thank Hashem. For whatever happened until now, but together with that, ask Hashem to give you that good that you know is good for yourself. Don't say to yourself that I want to do Hashem knows is good for you. Hashem doesn't want that for you. Hashem wants to give you the good that you know is good. And we, uh, I know, and then the next question comes, how do I know it's good for me? I'll tell you how you know. When you make a cup of coffee, you put sugar inside. Yeah? Or sweet and low, whatever you put in there. That means you know what's good. You know how to make a good cup of coffee. You know what's good for you. Don't fool yourself. What's good for you means you should have panasi, you should have health, you should have a shidduch, you should have children. Whatever you need to live a Jewish life, that's what's good for you. Ask from Hashem. Trust Hashem will give it to you. That's what He wants from you. And you'll have it. Aleph, Beis, brings the Gimel.
So I want to say that uh, during Corona, me and Menachem, we learned together, and there was a big question if we should, we have certain sadarm, us and other people, if we should change our seder, because now we don't have to get up, there's no shachar, there's no mincha, it's <laughs> three o'clock in the afternoon, and we, we, we made up to always learn at the same time, the kavir should be at the same time. Exactly. So it's important to always have a schedule. I also say to my friends, also to lose their job, they say I can sleep till 11 o'clock now, then they, they get depressed. So you wake up in the morning, your life is not being a, you avoid it, your job. Now that I don't have a job, I can sleep till 12 o'clock. Wake up in the morning, you do your say, you do your part. Then after nine o'clock, after you finish everything, they go, and then you have nothing to do. Then you say, Hashem, give me, give me, give me Parnosa, give me something. Yeah, huh? And they give you. They'll give you. We have a few more questions. One of Ryan, Kamat Chatzois, Menasha, you're on. Menasha. Menasha, the fine. Yes, I'm here. Can you, can you see me? Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Harav. We actually met one time, I had the pleasure of being in Harav one time before. Yeah. And just a follow up question I asked Harav, what led to all of this. I mean, uh, as as unreasonable as, as people could be, there had to be something that that initiated all this. Uh, <laughs> what happened to Harav? So now my follow up question is uh, going. If if you could go back to the time to before all these incidents happening, what would Harav do differently in dealing with 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 the with the prosecutor with with, with, with whatever I had to go through, what would you do, do, would do differently? I think, I think tonight is dedicated, your questions are good questions, but we're dedicating tonight to, to Amun and Betochen, and you're asking me questions that are, are, are beyond there, so we'll, we'll, we'll uh, leave it to the questions that are, are, Amun and Betochen, are based on Amun and Betochen. Is that fair? Well, all right, all right. I'm going to think about making it into into a Emona question, but yes, it's fair. We can go on to the next question. Okay. Okay, I want to actually read something. Somebody read something very interesting. Let me have that one here. Shalom, I want to read this to you. Ready? Malasha, I, I, just wanna, I just want to say one thing. I have another point. Right, yeah? Okay, we'll go back to that. I am a from attorney and had to visit your trial with a witness that the governor subpoenaed against you. A at the short break in the trial, during the day, you and your family asked me if I have what I needed, if I have food, if I need a ride, even if I have a shidduch. How did you have the presence of mind to inquire about my needs when you were in the middle of your own trial and an extreme serious matziv? I can't get over it. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't remember that, so I, I'm, I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, let, me, let, me, let me put it like this. And, and, and um, I think I mentioned to you, you know, it, you look on the, the Maral Meprog, he writes, he writes that, you know, everyone focuses on the Amunna and Betochen you're supposed to have. But along with that, the, there's also the fear, the fear and the questioning causes the opposite that Betochen causes. So as a person, works on strengthening his betachem, he also works hard on, on not being afraid of anything other than Hashem. Now, when I say works hard, we, the people sometimes will fall into fear, but if you remember that fear itself is something which undermines your betachem, that then, of course, a posik that Chedas um, Mekish, um, but and again, this is uh, there's a story in the Gemara actually uh, how um, the 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 two the the forget the, 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 the names were walking and they heard somebody making a krechs they they sighed 
And he said that he's going to have he's going to, the Yisurim are coming on him. Well, how do you know Yisurim are coming on him? Because the fact that he sighed and he was he was uh, sad of, of fear that itself opened him up for the, for never for Yisurim. So it, going through a trial, I tried very hard. First of all, I tried very startless to to actually uh, win the trial, and actually did win the trial. The people people tend to uh, focus on the, the that two trials. That's I had, a, had a, a trial from the federal side and a trial from the state side. And on the state side, that was charged with no less than 9,311 charges. You see here the number? 9,311 charges. And the reason why they did that was very simple. Like the question from before, and we had to do something. The government would never charge you with something that was done, right? So they pile on, or that's the thinking, or was the thinking, and and uh, and 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 the pile on the state trial. I won. They, they dropped a lot of them, but the pile obviously it's like getting up to bat. Like Nat Lewin said, Nat Lewin was one of the lawyers. He said uh, it's like getting up to bat and striking out nine thousand times. The government struck out nine thousand times because every single charge they had was proved to be wrong, and I mean wildly wrong. If anybody filed a state trial, would have a whole different picture of the whole story. Elumai. What happened in the federal trial? Federal trial uh, was it, it was something with the 107 uh, professionals said it was totally unjust. Point being, I did their stadless, but I also worked very hard not to think that the, the trial is going to going to define what's going to happen to me. Like like people say, oh, he looks stood up, and he thought the next moment is going to say what's going to happen in his life. I worked very hard. That shouldn't be that way. Nobody in that courtroom. Was going to define what's going to happen to me. Was the, the only one who's going to find happen to me is the Abish to himself. So I was able to have the presence of mind of whoever I met over there, and I asked him what's going on in his life, because he never thinks only about himself. I was always when I grew up, I always thought about my, uh, other people around me. If they had a need, I, I mentioned it must have been somebody I knew who had something. So I found time for him to ask him. And uh, again, it. it if, if you go to court thinking that here is going to be the side that was going to happen to you, then you're immersed in the, in the natural law of, of order. If you, if you go to court thinking that this is status, Hashem is going to decide what's happening to you, then, you, then you're, 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 not, you're not afraid. Okay, Michelle Matzke, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I have two adult children who are never totally irreligious. How can I think that this is Rats and Hashem? Oh. <laughs> Let's get real. That's the most, the most painful things, because it's, it's beyond our control. Uh, but the first thing people probably do is to blame themselves, right? If I would have done it differently, and if I would have done that, and and um, when you say Ratzon Hashem, okay, again, this 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 is uh, on a where where a person winds up in life, where he winds up in life. Is uh, is exactly where Hashem wants him to find out, and this is like you see. If I remember, it says Vayered Avram Mitzrayma. Avram Avinu brought himself up in Mitzrayim. He had, he had in Pashat Lachlacha talks about Avram Avinu growing in Yiddishkeit, growing. But Lachlacha Vartzcha, and then Pash of growing, he talks about Avram Avinu descending into Mitzrayim. So in life, and, and first of all, my heart goes out, obviously, and you have to misspell that the Ebishter should turn on the Neshama and they should get out of it. I mean, there's no way. I'm only trying to address the, the, the question about the Rats and Hashem. And maybe it's better addressed to, to, to a person when he makes an error and he, and he violates a, a commandment of Hashem 
and he go and he has and he has it either. He go he he lowers himself in 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 his in his his, 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 his Hashem. So he has to remember there's two things here. It's what he chose to do, and we we got we got to what he what a person chooses to do in Avera. That choice Hashem gives us the choice to do in Avera, and that choice is in the hands of a person. Where he the person got to, that low point where he got to, that's predestined. Because every person has their called journey, every person has their mission, every person has their mail. And 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 people find themselves sometimes in a in a situation they wonder how they ever got there. But how they got there is one part of it. But that they're there is exactly by divine providence. Why? Because Hashem wants that from that to show the power of the neshama to raise them up even higher. So the bracha, and and again, this is this is not said with um, said with the heart. I mean, if you have two children, and that massive is to dive into the Eivishter, and with the betochen that Eivishter will 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 pick them up, light up the neshama, and when they get lit up, and when they come out with the tshuva. They will show a neshama that's beyond, and, and then the parents have nachas from them in a way that they can never imagine. Because the same way, even in Golos, we, we're, we're going to cry about Batishabov. The fact, the fact, how we got to the, the destruction of the Mishnah, the, the Navi says exactly how we got there. But, but, but ultimately, there had to be that many, that many Goliaths, had to be that, that, that exile to go into the world and to, from there to rise back up to the base of Mishnah. So when you look at it that way, you, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just, you, you're Davin, you, and you miss, there's nothing more powerful than the feel of a mother by, 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 by candle lighting, it gives docker, and Davin, the Abishta, every one of the children has a pure neshama, and, and the Davin, the Abishta should turn to the neshama, and the ones that return, and when they return, there'll be a greater nachas than they ever imagined. One more question, and then we're going to go to closing, okay, Rav Shalmatha? Okay, yep. Interesting question, I, I gotta think it's an amazing question. The famous saying from the Friedrich Rebbe, Trach good to sein good. Think good and it will be good, right? That is, the, is that the same as positive psychology, like take a positive book on it? <laughs> you buy such a book in Barnes and Nobles. What's the difference between that and what the Friedrich Rebbe is saying, Trach good with sein good? Okay. Trach good with sein good is, was like everything else is, a, it's not, it has the external, of, of, yeah. of, of trappings of, of, of thinking positive. But the thinking positive that you're buying in Barnes and Nobles is a whole different thing, but thinking positive of a year that has betochen. And, 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 and this is a trap because a lot of people you talk to them, I have, I have positive thoughts. If because they, they, they were convinced that positive thoughts is positive energy and then they're surrounded by good thoughts and they're gonna have good, good stuff, right? And Yitz betochen doesn't work like that. He's beteach by Hashem because he gives himself over to Hashem, like we spoke in the beginning. Betachon means uh, yid realizing everything is only in Ibn There's nothing besides Hashem. Therefore, he gives himself over totally to Hashem, and he does what Hashem wants. And Hashem goes midah midah and works with him the same way and does what he wants. And the same way that yid gives himself over without any calculation, Hashem will then, well, Hashem will then give you, give you back without calculation, give you even the miracle for it. You see, positive thinking is you're know, being trapped into a world of secular, whether, whether there is positive energy, not positive energy. There's enough books written, enough trees cut down. I'm, I, 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 but that's not, who, that's not our track. Our track is, ich trach gut, because Hashem tells me to trach gut. 
When ich, why am I trachting good? Hashem tells me that you have the right to have a tachon that will be good. And how? Because you're going, to do, you're going to be connected to Hashem and learn to mitzvahs and be connected to Him without any calculation. And backwards, Hashem, that's trachting good. But that's a little different than Barnes and Noble, don't you think? A little bit different. Okay. okay. I, I actually had a such a story. I came out of the first class I had, I got actually. If in the jail, I got out, uh, they finally gave me bail. Seven, six days later, it was also Alabez Gimel. I got the trial was Aleph and Bez Shvat, and Gimel Shvat, I got, I got, I got released. And I told my wife, look at this, Aleph Bez Gimel, that's me strengthening ourselves to, to work hard, stronger on our Amunah B'tachem. When I got out the first time, when they put me in jail for being a Jew, so, so uh, um, a, guy, a very well-meaning guy, Alabez comes over to me and tells, gives me a kind of speech about positive thinking. And, and I, I listened to him. I, I wasn't going to bite his head off, but I listened, I listened, I listened. I said, listen, I think you're on the wrong track here. It's not positive thinking. It's, it's, a, it's giving some of the Abishta, understanding I'm Aleph, I'm Unna. There's nothing else besides the Abishta. Nobody can help you. Nobody can hurt you. All, everything is from Hashem. And then Betachel means Hashem wants you to trust him to get out of it. I got to say this on the thing. Rabbeinu Yenis says, the Pasuk in Chumash, it says, it says uh, that you go out to war. And you see an army that's bigger than you, and they have more so horses than you, and they have more guns than you, and soldiers than you, and they're about to knock your head off. They see them, man. and Apider Chateva is always based me. The scenario here is such that, according to the rules of nature, if you have less people fighting against a, a superior army, you get knocked off. Today, it's, today the army changed a little bit, but you have to have more people. But in those days, you had knocked off one person at a time. If there's more people with knives against you, you're going to get, 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 get finished, yeah? The Abish says, Lay Sidamaham, says the Bene Yene in Shari Tshuva. Why Lay Sidamaham? Because here is the market, here is the source. Hashem wants you not to be afraid, even if the situation is such that you don't see a way out, because you have to have a talk and Hashem will help you. And our discussion tonight was, what's the Betachem based on? And if I missed something, I, I forget, I forgive this, but there's a whole safer there. He wrote seven chapters. I can't possibly give it over in, in, in even two hours. I was trying my best. But the Kuda is, we would have been better, though. Okay, yeah, yeah we, can, we can do that. But you see, you see that, that's, that's what, it's, positive thinking is a secular, not, the secular meaning it's it's a it's an it's a it's part of creation. If if positive thinking has a good effect, let's say it does. That's a, that's in the world of of teva. We are expected. I gotta. I, I'll make a, I'm a, a, a part of my closing. will be like this. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. I won't give it. Away. Okay, go ahead. What's the other question? I, I, it's a society question, not about tonight's topic. I'm gonna ask it. It's my personal question. It goes okay. like this: With everything you see going on in the world today, we see the world is mamish bursting at its seams. We see things that we've never, I've never seen in my life. I'm sure a lot of people here have never seen. We don't have to get into Pratim. I mean, everybody opens the, the, the secular papers or opens the TV or any of these things. You don't, you're probably not familiar with Shalmach, but there's a lot of things happening, right? The only paper I read is the Ated. <laughs> okay. So I'm sure the Penny Lichus probably updates yeah. you. But yeah. the question is, with all this happening and everything you see going on in this world today, what's your feeling about Ikhvis and Mashiach? Would you feel a mamish at the Saif Saif? I want to hear your opinion. Uh, I can tell you that I was, I was by a fabrain. First of all, I read the Atat, there's a big advantage by it, by the way. First of all, you have a lot of beautiful... Huh? You get a free subscription. No, I pay for it, actually. Oh, okay. he, he, he sent me free all the years I was in jail. I got out, I pay him, I pay him for the subscription. <laughs> okay. 
The, but uh, I owe him a lot more than that. He's a, he's a real tzaddik, and, and he went out of it with Mr. Snafers, the other fellow Jew, and he put everything on the line. To, and you see, they actually gave him, gave him brach. He, he was successful. I found out that it's better to read the news once a week what happened already, because if you read the news every single day, the news is set up in a way it pulls you along to a story. They're not giving you news. They're pulling you in a direction they want to pull you, and you get pulled along. If you read what happened today, two weeks from now, you'll get the real story what happened. <laughs> then you'll see exactly what happened. That's that's a side note, but on, on uh, what's happened in the world today, I can say like this: I was by Fabringen, Tavshemem Zayin, young men, and this is this is a very it was Purim, and um, the Rebbe was discussing that he brought the pasuk in Daniel. It says before Mashiach comes, it'll be a time. You can look it up yourself after the show. It says Yisbaru v'Yislavu Yitzavu Ravim. It will be a time when the world, everything in the world, will become very clear. Which, which, which part of the world? The difference between good and bad, well, we, and it uses tefillah shaynis. Is baru means better, like a shabbos. Things are mixed together, and, and you, you separate them, so you can see it clearer. And then the slavno white. It does it's not you, the color goes away. You can see a better shot. And then bitarfu means um, smelting it. In other words, they take out all the parameters. The It will happen to. It will happen in the Rabbin a lot, those who understand will, will understand what's going on. And that's why I want to share this with you. I, 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 zero, I focused on this because the point, before Mashiach comes, the difference between good and evil, and you got everybody on the shock of the side, you see, the rabbi then spoke about, you see extremes you never saw before. Then, how much more to saw today? The extreme of good and extreme of bad is in such such clarity. You 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 that you can see what's the purpose. He says before Mashiach comes, will be a time where you, the the essence of good and bad will come out in such a powerful way that it will, will be very easy to differentiate between good and bad. Purpose being, because before Mashiach comes, the world has to become a, a place of kedusha. So there has to be the 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 clarity of what's good and what's bad. So when it's hidden. When, when it's politicized, you know, high things, bad middays or bad, bad things, so then you don't know what's there to fix it. Before Mashiach comes, Hashem wants people to see clearly what's good and what's bad. And I think what we're seeing today is, is um, cl- clearly that we, everybody, if you want to take a second and look at it again, look at it in, in the way the Abishta wants to see things and see how Ashreinu Matayv Chalkeinu. We have a we have Abishta, we have Taylor, we have Mitzvahs, we have Purity Kedusha. We don't flat floundering. Whatever was good yesterday is good today. Whatever was bad yesterday is bad today. It's it it is all stillness. And look at the world around you. It's it, it, it and and look how it's falling apart with, with a with a nothing with a nothing a little bacteria and 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 a little bit of this and and, and institutions are being are being are being destroyed over what? And I, so my my point like this. We see. Our clarity of the difference in good and bad in extreme ways. And so that should strengthen us to know that Hashem is doing something here. So we have to chaparain in our own lives. Chaparain, whatever is good, we should embrace. Whatever midas we have, we should throw out. We should come stronger and closer to Hashem because Mashiach is coming. And I think the test of our generation, and I went through this in prison. Um, I was, for a few years, maybe the only a Jew, I was visibly Jewish, in a way, a bad payas. There's me, I was one of the Jews, was very yamaka, but between a bunch of, I was in a, in a high, between, between murderers, between gangsters, you should know, they gave me a respect 
in, in prison talk, from prison perspective, right? That you, 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 nobody there had that idea. They saw by them, they saw when, they, when a guy sees a yid act like a yid, no matter what, and I can't explain, again, this story, I can, I can share with you how this, I can tell you, but the, the fact is, A, I never got beat up, and B, they gave me latitude that I'd never get to anybody else. They never, they never, there was times, for example, I made a mistake, and they got beaten up for it, and they realized it's me, and they backed off. It was a big deal, but, 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 but the point is, where did I come from? Because they realized I'm a different person, not because, that because I didn't play games there, I didn't go exercising with them, I didn't play ball with them, that's because I sat and learned all day, that's because I didn't watch television with them. I was my person. So what did I about Gdusha? A guy can sense, and there's a story in the end of a video, how a king cashed a knife for, for Marihuda because he wanted to give him kosher food. A king. Dafka to the Yid, who wanted to keep kosher. I wanted to keep kosher. I didn't eat food with them. They, they invited me. I had stories. They wanted to watch television with me. They saw in front of them somebody, a Yid, and that brought out a bigger respect. So the point is, we want to get respect by the Goyim, is Dafka to act like Yidin. We have to demand our shuls are essential. Our yeshivas are essential. There's a big word around the word essential. Whatever happened, happened. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not second guessing anybody. I'm just going to be aided and aided in our own lives. I, I, I have some children also. I have a younger child. I watched what, what's staying at home cost him and, 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 and how it affected him over weeks that he wasn't in Yeshiva. Bachsham, the Yeshiva in Westchester opened up after Pesach. And the difference it makes, we have a generation, we have a Masada. A generation is, cannot afford a break in the link. We have a golden chain. Our kids have to be educated. There's, educating our children in classroom, in front of a rabbi, in somebody in front of, of, of in front of somebody who learned from his rabbi, all the way back to not in front of a screen like we're talking now. Imagine our our fabring would be face to face. How much more effective it would be than this beautiful Zoom meeting? It would be a whole different thing. There's something about a face to face conversation. Okay, we can't do it. We can't do it. But we have to. We have to demand. Tev is essential. And not to get in, into, if they wanted to do it in certain ways, there's a saying, tell me how, don't tell me no. There's, it, it, the idea that they, they can take away from us the ability to die with a minion and the ability to, to, to teach our children is unheard of. It's ra. And we have to acknowledge it and we have to do everything we can to make sure that we will maintain our essential. Uh, this famous story of Akiva, now Tisha Bob, the family, what did he say? Fish in the water can live. They're running around, they're afraid of the fishermen, but at least they can live there. If they go out of the water, then they're sure that. What were you worried about? This, that, the other. A kid should go through another month, a year, month, a year, not being in yeshiva. How could I? I, would have, I, I was davening, and there's a shul right behind me in Muncie. So, Baruch Hashem, our good president, made a statement that shoes are essential. And suddenly, everybody woke up. And the shoes opened up. I'm, I, I need an omid. I need a minion. So that one morning, I remember Thursday morning, I had a problem with getting a minion. It was, it was uh, a mamish with Tzadis. I put together a minion. I had a minion, Baruch Hashem. After the minion, I noticed there's a yid in the next room. And he's having bichidus. So I go over to him. And I say to him, Rabid, you know, I'm, I need a minion. If you do me a favor, come a little earlier and help me. Because I had a minion today, but it's hard. Another one, it's easier. So he tells me, he starts like, like, he's a very sweet guy. He says to me, 
yeah, I might have the routine. He mentions my routine. I got to get into the routine. So I thought that he had a job in the morning. He couldn't come to the shul. He's come to shul. So I said to him, no, I didn't mean to impose. If you have a job, you have to have on. But if you can come, come. He says, no, no, no. I'm happy you came over to me. I'm happy you're asking me because now I have the chayach to come because, because, because you asked me to come. I'm going to come back here because I want to get back. He, two months out of the shul, he couldn't get himself back in to go to talk with a minion. He was having a and yeah, I came over for a favor. He, the next morning I met him. He comes, he said, I'm sure because of you. He came on time for the minion. The, 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 you don't re, we, people don't realize when, when the, the, it's not passive, but life is not passive. The, the, this quarantining and staying away and not doing things the way we're supposed to eat them is not passive. Every day that happens where we are, and the coach Menachem can explain you a lot better, even in the world of, of secular, when you do something, step, road, it comes a habit. A secondary habit. And then it's hard to break a habit. So here's my point about Mashiach. Mashiach clearly, as dark as this we never saw, in America, in the land of, of freedom of religion, in prison, they, 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 they feel it. all the, the attacking our shuls, attacking our yeshuls, and attacking our yeshivas, and, and, and what's going on, and open anti-Semitism, what's going on is, is beyond, right? We have to know Yisbaro, the Neil says this, everything you tell you, Yisbaro, Yislav, It's a time when things become clear. Why does Hashem want it to become so clear? Because He wants us to act and to see the Tev of Gedusha, Ashreinu Matev Chalkeinu, that we're Yidin, we have the Ebrishta, Hashem Echad, Menegir Aleinu, Atem Echatom Kol Amim, and to reject all the uh, all the various atomic things and we be more Dovakan Hashem and that's the purpose of the thing and then Mashiach comes. Come today. Amen. First of all, I want to give a big, big thank to Mashal Matcha Bashkin for coming on tonight, giving us tremendous chizik. I'm looking at the text message that came up my screen. It said this was a life-changing event tonight, listening to the Shir, Mashal people. Thank you. Yeah, that's my way to say thank you to Hashem for this. He made for me this clearly on this. And, um, and Baruch Hashem, I'm trying to share with everybody my experiences and my, and I, and, um, I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, I have a few words. Let me, let me finish. Give me one second. Oh. The difference also when you're coming on is a person, everybody looks at you as a person, you're not talking in theory. When a person talks and they look, they look like they have a beautiful life because everybody has Saras. It's, it's different when a person, when we know that you're on top of the world, Simon Tzedakah and Yiddishkeit and money and business, and, and you went mamish into the bar. And the chizik that you give is real. It's let's get real. That's why you're here tonight. Coming on to give them a big chizik. I want to tell everybody here tonight. First of all, tonight, there's about 1,500 people total here tonight. So it was a tremendous... Okay, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Next week, everybody who's here, next week's going to be an amazing program. We have Rabbi Yontif Glazer, one of the senior people in Aish. He's going to come here to be discussing how to live your life the way you want to actually live it. Oh. It's going to be a real powerful inspiration. It's going to be Rabbi live music. Okay, okay. Well, he's gonna play his guitar and it's gonna be unbelievable. I and didn't I, criticize anybody. I just no, uh, no, no, no. You said good. No, no. We're all we're just chatting. We're good. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Tonight is gonna be recorded. Everybody who came on is gonna be emailed. Anybody who wants to watch the share in full, please go tomorrow in the afternoon. Probably be uploaded to www.menachemburnfeld.com. Anybody who has any questions, or anybody who wants to get in touch with Rabashkin, please send an email to coachmenachem at gmail.com. That's coachmenachem at gmail.com. We'll forward it to Rabashkin. Any questions for him, please email him. I'd like to give a special thank you again to our advertising sponsors, the Lakewood School for always pushing us, to Yanovin and, and, and Robbie from Kazak, again for Mika Sofer from COL Live, and for CON, for JCN, Kyla Kaufman and Shmuel Summer, 
for always pushing the program. I want to give a thank you to Penny Lipschitz for posting it on matzav.com. And I want to give a great shkoyach. I'm going to have it here. Give me a second. Tonight's share again was, was learned Ele Nishmas. Tonight's share was learned Ele Nishmas. I'm sorry. Ele Nishmas, first your father. Reb, uh, what was your father's name? I'm Aaron Ben Shnei Yizam Yisachar Getzel HaLevi. So much have a gross aliyah, and the shir tonight was sponsored anonymous. The Chusar Fushalema, Chaya Simcha Yudas Basalata. Both of these people, the 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 Shama and the Fushalema, should open up gates of Shemayim for helping so many hundreds and Hashem thousands of people after they're watching the recording. And Hashem should give them the food that they need and give your father the schus that he needs. And um, I'd like to go to closing now. Coach Menachem will start first, and then Yerub Shalmatka. Okay. Shalmatka. Tonight uh, was was real. It's <laughs> okay. really unbelievable. We, we, we many times we sit and learn these concepts logically, but then Hashem takes us and puts us into boot camp, and then we have to get to work. And the truth is, everybody in their own situation, in any matzav, it takes from what what we know and actually brings brings out the koiches, like you said. We all have it inside. And uh, puts us to work. And the most important thing that we that, that I'm taking out is it doesn't go in one foot. It can't. It doesn't go so fast. It's avoida, and avoida means avoida. It's work, and uh, we have to make a shear. It has to be um, not a two-minute inspiration. So thank you very much again, Rishal Matra, for giving us. Um, valuable time and um, I could see from the text and from all the feedback we got already was a really really um, a big big chizik and Hashem should give you koyach gesund panusa naches to continue to be mechazek all Yisrael and everyone shkoyach okay so I one second one second one second first of all somebody wants to come on and say one comment is a very good friend of mine he's actually one of the first people that started this year Okay,ฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮะฮ
something we did in, in, in Agri. We, we, we took uh, like hides and we had to turn it into leather. That's what Avreda says. Take a, take a piece of leather, it's full of mud, full of manure from the animal that was sitting in it, and, and you have to clean it up, and you got to take the hair off, and you have to soak it in, in, uh, in certain chemicals until you get it to, and you work it until it gets soft and pliable, and because, then it will become beautiful parchment for children, half dollars, half dollars for other uses. That's, that's the idea of Aveda, to work on it. And yes, it takes Aveda, and, and, and just because as a person goes through the Aveda and he has a day where he has doubts and he has challenges, doesn't mean he's on the wrong track. It means Fakert. I said before, when, when you're on the right track, the Yitzhahara or, or, or tries to stop it. Like Abraham Avinu was going to the Akeda and the Yitzhahara tried to put a, a, a river in front of him. What did he do? He went into the river because he knew that nothing in the world can stop a Yid from doing his Avedah. That's that's the key. So I wanted I wanted to share as a that um, um, I think this the, the idea of a tochem a id is higher than the constraints of teva, right? A id a id is higher than the limitation. We live in a world of of, of law, uh, na natural law of order. Things work a certain way, uh, but a yid is really higher. Now you'll see you say to me ah. You're higher. Why are you? Come on. You're, you're talking like uh, there. Everybody in this show now is a Shem Shabbos. Right? Shabbos, we do something opposite of nature. Because Shabbos is a, is a, for the whole world is a work day. And if you're in business or you could earn money, you're giving away a, a day. You could have earned money. Right? So. Our old Metzius is a, 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 a putting together of higher than nature in nature. So Hashem wants us to work in the order of nature, but with the idea to prove that nature is really also godly. How do you show that nature is godly? When you act as a yid in the constraints of nature, when you give buckle in and you say nature's stronger than you, boom, you just missed that opportunity. But a person goes to a test and he shows nature says one thing and Hashem says something, I'm going to go to the Abisha says, and he continues serving Hashem and then Hashem makes a miracle for him and does Yeshua for him, or at least he shows that the nature doesn't stop him from loving Hashem, then he is showing that, that, that with the true uh, uh, purpose of nature. Now, so you, so I, I, you know, you, you hear these ideas. And you look for where does Hashanah B'tachon hint to this? And it's very clear. I don't know who here learned Yashanah B'tachon, but I think most, many people who learn Shabbat B'tachon know that right away you ask somebody, do you learn Shabbat B'tachon? Oh, the alchemist, right? Everybody always knows the famous marshal he brings in the psicha. By the way, the psicha of Shabbat B'tachon is the largest psicha of any other of Shadim. And he, he, brings, he brings the marshal that a B'tach B'ashem, Somitos Hashem, is more calm, has more milch than even the alchemist. Who's the alchemist? He tells you the alchemist is somebody who knows how uh, to take tin and turn it into silver. He can take silver and turn it into gold. Imagine a person can take worthless tin and turn it to valuable silver. So this person can make all the money, a very, very wealthy, successful man. And the chayyeh that should bring him peace and harm, peace and milch So he, so he brings out, without getting into the details here, we can look, go look. He brings out ten reasons how the Vatei Hashem is more at peace than this alchemist. And and you and you have to ask if you're learning, a few times you have to come to the question. What's the first of the question? If you want to be mitzayer, a successful person who's making a lot of money. Why are you choosing an alchemist who seems to be somebody who's going against the law of nature? 
And he actually says that. The alchemist is afraid to find out what he's doing. But the Teich Hashem is somebody who is not afraid. The Chayda say the Teich Hashem is more calm than the, the guy who owns Facebook. Then they're more calm than the, the biggest trader. I don't know, Bill Gates or not a name. More calm than a guy who's successful in business. A lot of people always are very wealthy. They have all the money in the world and they have Luch and Nefesh, but they're, fa- they're failing in 10 things. Why is he using alchemists? Always bother me this question. But when you learn and you ask and you question, and then, then suddenly the Abish that gives you and you get the answer. Because that he's hinting to you that the, the same way the alchemist is doing something that's beyond nature, it's thin. He knows how to take nature and turn it into silver. He can take silver and turn it into gold. Beyond nature. The Beteach Basham is somebody who can go above nature. That's the holy of Betachem. Precisely because your trust is in Hashem, and Hashem is higher than the laws of nature, so that if you think the reason why you're in this, uh, this question really blew my mind. You, you have to go to Bashi there. Yeah? And in every situation where you did it, thought there was no way out. The question is, were you ever in a situation where naturally there was no way out? And you, there's never in a situation with no way out. That's, that's why we didn't. Put him, panic, go, 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 through, go, go through the whole list. Eden, what you want to, situation, there is no way out. According to nature, the way out. I was the Abish that put me in a situation. I got the letter. I, 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 I get myself excited about this idea. The letter came to me that there's no way out naturally the day before Hashem freed me. And I talk about it, not to show any chachmas. I got a letter that told me legally there's no way to get back into court. In the legal system, once you're out of the system, you can't get back in. And it's closed. There's nothing you can do. All your arguments are heard, finished, got. Crack, you hear the, the metal doors, like that music behind me talking, you hear now, creak, a lock, uh, 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 the door closing. Right? That's what you hear. But I knew that there, there's no such a thing for a year, there's no way out. Yeah, the is with me. As long as I'm alive, I said, the Abish, the Abish wants me to have a token. I'm facing an enemy that's bigger than me, has more horses than me, says that I've been a you have to know, lay, see them, the Abish. And the next day, Mama's the next day, the Abish showed, that, that who's the real boss? Is a Yiddish Shingle, his, his son is in jail, and the Abisha took me out of jail. So this is what, this is one of the kudus I wanted to bring out. Betochen means to be beteach, and that's exactly, precisely the point. We take a, le- a lesson from the stories of Purim and the stories of Chanak, I shared with one of the followers about the, the, the Mon. We are all day busy telling the that we trust you, the Mayan we thanking Hashem for bread that comes from hard work, which bracha do we use for the month? Because <laughs> we recognize, we recognize that even what we're getting in the confines of nature, our direct line is with the Ebrish, that the Ebrish to create us. Look at the Shabbat and he says, Hashem guarantees us our sustenance. So each each and never, it could be a test that nobody should be tested. But he doesn't know there's arvus. Hashem guarantees, he creates a person, there's arvus that he'll get money. And you know what he says over there in Perik Dalad, the reason why a lot of poor people go through hard times, because they give too much respect to the rich people. You got you to learn, this is amazing. He writes, because they think the rich people are giving the money and they're busy 
I say in English, they're busy uh, uh, thanking them no, da, da, as if they're doing something for them. So the payback is never they, they, they have a hard time. I, you know, I like to say a story when I was when I was in business. So I never hired a sheikh, the rabban hired them. One day I get a knock on the door. There's a sheikh, there's a guy standing outside the door. He looked terrible. He looks mama said, I gotta talk to you. Come in, invite him to my house. I thought he says he's a sheikh. He, he had a he, he whatever. That, I'm not getting into this again. Getting I'm talking too much from but it's an interesting story. So this guy tells me he needs to get a job, and he, they don't want to take him. But they're gonna inquire. He's either shemaim. You go sheikh. I don't hire. He tells me shalomotcha. I need a job. So I I got a hold of the dog and I told him, listen, I'm not telling to hire anybody. Hire, but this guy came to me. Look into him. Maybe what he's saying is true. He looked into him. You know, Shemayim, a proper guy. So he got a job, right? This guy made sure that anytime he talked to me, that I he would tell me, hint to me, to make sure that I knew that I did nothing for him. <laughs> he, made, he made sure. He made sure. And I laughed. I, I like I was like, I talked to me like that. I, I and he was right. He was right. Not the way he did it, but in his mindset, he was right. I did nothing for him. I was zeicher to be a Dave Zeshliach to get him to Shafan. So that's that, that's how it works. So in 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 in, in we ha, the, we are going through our generation is going through challenges and chinuch in every aspect. Parents with children, children and under derech. There's so much going on. And and maybe maybe Usher, let me share with you one more story. How to talk to a child. Whoever wants to listen, there's a chance to, to spread a good story. I, I, Baruch Hashem, I have, we have ten children. My wife and I, we have ten children. My youngest child was was four years old when when um, when um, when I got arrested and they made the whole thing and he saw his father in iron suit behind glass. Imagine what kind of what kind of uh, he took. How would you say, coach? Trauma, trauma, trauma. Not, not to make light of it. Baruch Hashem, he grew up, and uh, we always talked, the, the children, you should know, feed off the parents. And he saw those parents, his father and his mother, both committed, and he saw the the Varam Kite, when we kept saying Yiddish Kite just before, the same hidden in Kashi, the same hidden in Shabbos, everything the same. He grows up, and he's eight years old now, okay? And this is a visiting room in Odazul. In this visiting room, there was an ice cream machine. Gotta share with you a story. An ice cream machine, how to talk to a child. Talk about how do you talk to a child? Talk to the neshama. Don't only talk to the sikh. I'll tell you if that thing happened to me. And I didn't go to school for it. I, maybe I learned enough, maybe, because I did go to school. I went to school hard knocks. So I'm sitting with my family there, at the ice cream machine. And in this machine, they were selling ice cream we all eat chalvi srol. So if all other ones don't eat chalvi srol, I'm not trying to uh, go into that discussion. But our family only we only eat chalvi srol, and I uh, wasn't about to lower our standard. We eat chalvi srol. So so fakert. Um, it says we eat kosher food, and you, you have a hidden kosher food that keeps your belief in the neshama to, to to be healthy. And I knew we need a healthy neshama here to get through this thing. Anyways, the Ibsa helps. That two, uh, they were promising us. It took a long time. The red tape was crazy, and they were promising us they're going to bring in the color of Israel for 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 us, and it wasn't happening. And we pushed them off. And first off, came summer, and took walking two Jewish uh, walks on a Jewish fellow, the arm on his head, and he goes up to the machine, and I guess he does eat chalavakum, and he bought himself two ice creams, one for him and one for the guys visiting, and they sit down and they're and they're licking the ice cream in front of this little poor kid. 
He was convinced for sure that's Chalav Yisrael because the Jewish people eating ice cream is Chalav Yisrael. He pulls my, 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 my sleeve and he tells me, Tati, they uh, just brought Chalav Yisrael. It's hot. I want ice cream. I gave a look. I got excited. That nobody told me. And I see that's Chalav I said to him, Zil, I'm sorry. That, you know, these people, that, 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 that's not them. But, but, but we eat Chalav Yisrael. We can't have it. And he lost it. Eight and a half year old kid watching his father. Uh, they're wearing, they, they, you wear clothes and it makes you look stupid. You know, you wear khaki, a khaki uniform, it's called. Uniform, any uniform, it's the pajamas. And uh, the Kuma Rouge, they, 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 they're the ones that wore, wore the same type of uniforms. And um, in jail for, for years, not, not at home. And now he's, he's bossing around, which ice cream to eat. And he starts losing it. I can't take it, it's hot. And he gets up and down. And he starts, this is a real life event. Where's the music? Oh, sure. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, so I, I, so I start, so anyway, the, the guard calls me over and he tells me, and he tells me, uh, listen, your, your boy is up and down walking around. This, this, is a, this is not a library. This is a, uh, a penitentiary. This is a, a prison. They, they don't like me to walk around because they can't see what's going on. They're afraid you're going to pass something. To... So he says, if you don't get your kid calm, I'm going to throw you out. For me, a visit was not much like oxygen. I had a chance to talk to my kids, my wife. So I didn't want to throw me out. So I go back and I try to reason to this kid. I said, listen, you know, the guy just told me that if you keep up your, your, your antics here, it doesn't work here. So please do me a favor, wait, uh, and soon mommy's going to buy, uh, get home in an hour, go back to Muncie, and she'll buy ice cream. But now, wait, so it won't die, it's a little hot. I understand Tati tells me, but he's hot, he can't take it. So, okay, so Seichel didn't work here. I couldn't reason with him. So I figured I'm going to bribe him. So I tell them, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you two, mine will get you two ice creams when you get home. If you come now, now, three ice creams, four ice creams, five ice creams. I went up to 10. And this kid, I thought I was a good businessman, but come on, five, six, seven, for an hour, 10 ice creams. I told him, good, like we want Mashiach now. He wants ice cream now. That's it. He's not waiting. And 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 he, and and he, and he gets so the guard calls me again and tells him one more warning, which was nice of him, actually nice of him. And he tells him one more warning. I'll throw you out. They, how they don't give you warnings? So I I um, come back and I was at loss. I didn't know. I didn't lose that. I didn't want to lose the 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 the, the visit. But I want. So I, so I think what am I going to do over here? So I dive into the English to give me the idea. Then I have What am I talking to the seichel for? Let me talk to the neshama. I'll talk to him. I can talk to myself. I said to him, listen, Ingela, you have two choices here. Choice number one you have is that you are uh, going to have ice cream now. And you'll be happy, right? Because you have ice cream. But the Abishta won't be happy. Another choice you have is you could have, wait an hour, and then my will get your ice cream, and then you'll be happy, and the Abishta will be happy. Which one do you want? I watched this little kid's face. I was telling the coach, this, this was one of the events and this blew my mind. I watched this little kid's face because I, I was very tense. What's, what's, what's he going to say here? If this whole, this whole thing, and, and, and you can see he's, he's trying to grasp what he's saying and then it hit him. What I was telling him, that if he waits an hour in this heat, he'll have ice cream and he will be happy and Hashem will be happy. And he stopped talking about ice cream. Not only stopped talking about ice cream, he actually changed the conversation. I didn't know how to change the conversation. He started talking about something else. The conversation was over. So I learned two things from there. That's what I thought was important, maybe to make this as my closing, because everybody's busy with chinuch also. We're busy talking to children 
sometimes are busy. Happy seichum. I'm not getting into your coach business, so, so coach, because you're coaching Apitera. Uh, we got to talk to the, the, the children with the neshama. What 10 ice creams couldn't do, knowing that Hashem was hot, but he knew that if he waits an hour in the heat, in the discomfort, he's going to get, he's, Hashem is going to be happy with him. That's the point of the mail I'm trying to say to you. I, I talk to him like I talk to myself. You're going through a hard time, going through, but do it in a way that you'll be happy and Hashem will be happy. And that, that, would, that enabled him to, to, to stop questioning about ice cream. And the second thing that hit me later was, in truth, a yid can never be happy if Hashem is not happy. Because we have a neshama. And Hashem is a chikir that can't be mal. We, have a, we are one with Hashem. It's impossible. The Yitzhak will try to figure it differently. Try to convince it. But truly impossible for a yid to be happy if Hashem is not happy. So if you want to get our children to be happy, you know you tell them, I told you this before, to, to, to maybe, I think it was Steve, who I was talking to. When a person is going through a difficulty, do a mitzvah and behidah. Take a mitzvah that, give, or give Hashem something beyond your seichel, beyond your understanding, beyond your limitations. And you'll see how Hashem is going to help you beyond all limitations. Every bench, everybody, nachas from the kinderlach, panasah v'achavah, gezunt, and no more golos should go to Shaduchim. And, and only it should be a, a good that we can all see is good, but the Mashiach will come and be such a good, we won't even know what to do with it. But case of and even before Mashiach comes, it should be everybody should have good, good, but Teva Nira and Nigla, and Mashiach will be Zechel to the big Gimel. Gimel for Geula, Shleima with Mashiach to the Kingdom. Music, Tan Tan Tan. We want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach now, we want. Maybe all the ice cream now also, everything you want. Now. Now. <laughs> okay, good night, everybody. See you next good night. Thank Sunday, you. 10 o'clock. Okay, thank you, Ben.